Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything, number 247. This is the NFL Week 9 recap, the college football Week 10 uh, preview and picks, the NFL, sorry, sorry, college football Week 11. That's right. Good gracious. College football Week 11 uh, preview, picks, all the wonderful things, NFL Week 10. Correct. I got the right number on that one. That's right. All right, I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. Whoo! You can go to any of the wonderful sports books down to Tunica, Mississippi. Do you know that? Yep. It's pretty awesome. Tunica, Mississippi. Go to tunicatravel.com. They got six awesome sports books. Tunicatravel.com has all the information you need on that. You can always get our picks and everything else over at winningcureseverything.com, along with joining our football picks. Uh, last week, Lee B. from Madison, Alabama. Went eight and two, won the contest. He got two free nights at Sam's Town Casino, and uh, and two free buffets over at Fitz Casino. So this week, uh, yeah, it's gonna be even more prizes. So go check that thing out, winningcureseverything.com. Let's jump into it. This is the NFL recap, week number nine. Week nine. Before we get started, let's thank Tunica Travels, Tunica, Mississippi. All the sports books down in Tunica, we appreciate the sport. Go see them. Go visit them. Tell them we said hello. Tunicatravel.com. I, I feel like the only proper and appropriate place to pl- to start the recap is we got to go all the way back to Thursday night. And we got to talk about Nick Mullins. <laughs> Southern Mississippi's Nick and, Mullins. And how much of a grown-ass man that guy is. Now, was he was he just good because he was playing the Raiders? Or yeah, I don't know. No, no. You don't get thrown into an NFL game like that and 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 show out the way he did. Two hundred plus yards, two hundred like thirty something yards, three touchdowns. I think he's good. I think he's I think he's going to be one of these guys that listen. We've seen other quarterbacks in this league not be good at all. We've watched quarterbacks for this team not be nearly as good as him agree so i I was excited i i liked seeing him i kind of have a question okay a couple of these i want to give some scenarios and stuff we'll go through is is it how many more games in a row does he have to win before they give him a 150 million dollar contract no no that's that's (laughs) see so but you're thinking along the lines of what i am thinking is how many more games does he have to look like this before you free up that $150 million and you sell Jimmy Garoppolo to the highest bidder? Would anybody take Jimmy G on that contract? Uh, Jacksonville? Um, well, I don't know if they've got the cap space. Man, mm, that's a different – oh, Cle- well, I don't know. No, I mean, they just – they put everything they had into Baker. They just fired a coach over Baker. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I think there is a quarterback out there. There is somebody out there that would take him. I don't know who that is right now. Now, at the same time, would you keep Jimmy G on that contract and maybe trade Nick Mullins nah, for cheap, cheap? You better get a king's ransom because cheap, that's what I'm saying. Cheap quarterbacks are how you win Super Bowl. You want to know who needs a trade for for Jimmy G? We'll get to him later. Dallas Cowboys. I did. Hey, they, okay. They need a quarterback. Sorry, uh, yeah. sorry, Dak friends. They need are we are we already moving to Monday? No. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> yep. All right, let's jump from Thursday to Monday. Let's go. Let's, let's go from Thursday to Monday. Also, How about when, when we Titans? get to our let's, – let's stay on that, that Thursday night game. When we get to our top five, bottom five, if you have not corrected yourself yet, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I'm just going to be upset, and you we'll, need to we'll understand to that. that. 
We'll get to that in the next segment. Let's, It'll be let's move on to last night. We do this on Tuesday evenings. The Titans completely had their way with the Cowboys, and this is after bumbling the entire first quarter. They looked lost. They, they turned the ball over every possession for like three or four in a row, and the Cowboys could do nothing with it. They handed them the ball on the 20-yard line and said, here, have it. Yeah. And the Cowboys came away with no points from all those turnovers. They had one great drive to start the game. They got Cooper the ball in the end zone. Congratulations. They still only scored 14 points. And like I said a couple of weeks ago from Jake and Lo- Jason Lockenfora with CBS, CBS does the sports line, and the sports line analyst said he will add 0.0% to them being better. I think they scored yeah. 14 without him. I think uh, they forced, yeah, I go with forced him the ball to prove that it was the right move. Oh, and everybody knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Everybody knew that Jerry was going to do that. Jerry sure. Jones told Jason Garrett immediately. You, you find Cooper get early him the ball. and often because we have to have people understand this move was right and the rest of their offense is still not good. Zeke, I have no idea how you can have Zeke. Like, you got to make me look good, Garrett. And he can't do anything. He looked great in the first half, and then he touched the ball like six times in the second? Yeah, that, now that I don't understand. I, I think, you know, if we want to talk about the we, the the media narrative is that the Cowboys have a pretty good offensive line, and I don't know that I buy that. Well, okay, they used to. No, I don't know that anybody's saying that they've got a great one now. They did at one point in time have a well, great I, I one. I didn't say a great one. I just said a good one. And, and I, I don't I'll know that they've this. even got a good offensive Com- Okay, if we're going to compare them to the rest of the league, man, there's like seven or eight teams that have some of the worst offensive line play I've ever seen We've in my life. We've talked about this before this season where they, – They probably have an above average offensive line. Compared to compared to other if, teams. If we're, if we're doing the measuring stick as to all the other 32, I, I think they're above the Mason-Dixon line. But depending on who you play against – and the Titans have got some pass oh, no. like no, Look like at Harold Landry's a real dude. We talked you know, about like, this Tennessee team. Yeah. Just two weeks to prepare was anybody at all surprised – that the Titans went in and their coaching staff with two weeks to prepare for this team, just far more prepared, looked way better. They had – I can't explain what was going on offensively in the first three drives. I, I, I can't speak to that. I know this. After they stopped doing that, they they just owned the Cowboys at every well, facet it, of the game. Is it not kind of funny that, like, it, obviously the first bit of the game is when it's scripted, right? Yeah. So when they got away from the scripted stuff, they looked immensely better. Well, I don't know about that because I think from what I've I've heard and read about NFL coaches is it's like the first 15 to 17 plays are scripted. I think even if you don't get 15 plays in three drives, you're you're still going to go with the script. I, I think they have a really good offensive coordinator. I think he's a good offensive mind. I don't know how good Mariota really is. I think he shows flashes of great, and then he shows flashes of just I don't fi- I can't figure out what he's trying to do, and I don't know what maybe not what he's trying to do. I don't know what he's capable of doing. Yeah, but I'll tell you this: against the Cowboys, a, a guy like Mariota, you know, he whipped their butt. Yeah, now you're right about that. So let's move on to the next game, which was supposed to be the clash of. The two best quarterbacks in football. One guy showed up. The other guy, I, I don't, I don't know where he was, but, but, but he wasn't, he wasn't <laughs> you, real good. You enjoyed this a lot. We're, didn't you? we're talking about 
the Patriots. We're talking about the Green Bay Packers and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron was good. He he wasn't anything special. And Tom was great. And and not that Tom did anything spectacular. You know who was amazing? Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels. That, that's, yeah. that's who was amazing. Cordell Patterson has been passed around this league. Yeah. I want to say something inappropriate that he would pass around. <laughs> um, but but he has been moved around, and nobody, everyone sees his talent and says, man, what what could you do with this guy if we could just figure out what he's – Bill says, hey, he's really good. Let's just hand him – okay, so he can't – he's not a good wide receiver. Why isn't he a good wide receiver? Maybe, maybe he struggles with catching the ball. Maybe he's not good at running routes. So let's let's not ask him to run routes. Let's give him the ball behind the line of scrimmage and let's say, "Go, man, go!" It's a genius move. I mean, we talked about this for a couple of weeks now, and he is like he's a superb athlete. Obviously, there's a reason why he does so well with uh, with special teams play, right? That's so, right. So just turn every play into a special teams play. Make every team, and when he touches the ball, every play is special. I yeah. mean, they really are. There was a power run where they ran it between the guards, and he lowered his shoulders and was dragging linebackers and people grabbing his shirt tail and pulling it off of him from behind. He's carrying people three or four yards. They they found what he's good at. I want to I want to address something where all the Aaron Rodgers apologists came out the woodworks and was just immediately, well, look at the talent that he has around him. They do at, it every week. But you know what? Let's let's address that. Because no Sony Michelle, no Gronk. Look at the talent Tom had. Nobody on the planet would have touched Josh Gordon a couple weeks ago. Bill said I can fix him. Um, and he and he did. And and he wasn't that great everywhere else at, at Cleveland. Just like Randy when he went to Oakland. Yeah. Was was just a complete shell of himself. Uh, Cordell Patterson. We we talked about him. I don't know how good James White would be in any other offense whatsoever. I don't know how good Julian Edelman would be in any other offense. Julian Edelman, in all intents and purposes, is no different than Jordy Nelson. He, yeah. he he's he's lost his burst to where he really can't get open. He's good at making trash catches. He catches the ball like even when he's covered. Tom's got to get it to him pretty well, and uh, and, and and he's fiery. He's feisty, but he doesn't have like explosive speed. He's he's you can cover him pretty easily. Yeah. Let's, well, that's, see, that's the thing with the Patriots. You don't Devontae have to have Adams, explosive speed. Devontae Adams is without question the best skill player on both sides of the ball. Well, you know what's funny? Like, Chris Hogan forever was, like, their deep threat. That's right. Chris Hogan doesn't have explosive speed. No. No, he's like, not really fast at all. It, it's not anything about, like, speed or whatever. It is game planning. That's it right. is finding a way to Finding to what your guys are good at and, and, yeah. and making them better. And Chris Hogan can absolutely run a route to perfection. He can if, he if sells you were it. To, if you were to take the special players, the skill players for the Packers and flip them and take all the jerseys off and say, all right, you now get the Patriot players that we that the Pats had to dress. And then and, and the, then let and Tom, Mike McCarthy Tom, coach that yeah, bunch for and a Tom week. gets Tom gets the, the Green Bay Packer players. A Devontae Adams might be the third or fourth best receiver that Tom's ever had to throw to. Yeah. So so let's let's be real careful before we start calling everybody crap. And all those other guys, all of a sudden, you know who they are. These running backs, you get way more out of them. This is X's and O's. I don't know that this is McCarthy's a bad coach. There are people saying that he's probably going to be fired at the end of the year or let go, not not resigned, not brought back. I don't know that he that 
changing him fixes their problems. It, it's kind of an understood thing. He's not returning next year. Who do they go get? Who do they think is going to be the answer? I mean, everybody talks about like, oh, imagine them in like a Kyle Shanahan. So like, who's the next young guy? But well, you're think, not going and getting well, Kyle, think, and you're not that, getting McVay. I mean, I think I don't that know. batch is done. Like, I think I think your your crop of next good is Green head Bay is willing done. to go into college and get a college coach. And is Aaron Rodgers going to respond to that? This is my other problem with Rodgers. How old he is Aaron Rodgers? He doesn't say uh, thirty-four, five in mid thirties, early thirties, probably. I don't, I don't, I'm really bad at that game. Yeah, you go ahead and keep talking. But, I'm a fan. But my other issue with him is, is how coachable is he? I mean, he's got all the talent in the world. I, I don't knock his ability whatsoever. But, but he takes up way too much of the salary cap for them to build a team around him for anybody to complain. Well, look who he's got around him. And B, I don't, I don't know that he's very coachable. I wonder sometimes possible. if if you know he just he's just such raw talent. He is thirty four years old. Okay, all right. So God, close. that that just makes me feel like complete crap. God, his birthday is December second, nineteen eighty three. <laughs> Mine's January eleventh, nineteen eighty three. I'm like I'm almost a year older than Aaron friggin Rogers. <laughs> how, how did this happen? Just our different lot in life. How did so, this happen? That's that's it. Do you have anything else you want to add to to this game and what you think happened? No, I mean we know exactly what happened. Like I, I don't think Mike McCarthy is is a very good head coach. I think I, he's okay. I don't he's know that serviceable. He's, bad. he's not. No, he's not bad. Like, but he. Look, Hugh Jackson is bad. I don't, we, we've I don't, seen I don't, bad head coaches. I don't know that Green Bay is any better with every coach in the league other than maybe the top five or six. But that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like it's a, they don't have a ton of, of overall talent. Part of that is because of Aaron Rodgers' huge contract and whatever. And and their draft picks, eh, I mean, they're, they're hitting about 500 on those. But, yeah, and, and, okay. and there's so the like, difference is before they drafted guys – and they went about seven, eight years. How they built that team that won the Super Bowl a while back was all through the draft. Yeah. There were no free agent guys. They just bring in their own dudes. And when you get to be a free agent, you walk off and we bring in somebody else. Yeah. And they haven't hit on those dudes. No, not not nearly as much as they did. Um, but, you know, I think – I mean, it, you have to have a superb head coach to be able to make up for the talent deficiencies that they have. I disagree and it's, with and, that. And, when and you have on, Aaron Rodgers, they don't when you have, have a great quarterback, you don't have to have a superb head coach. Was he a superb head coach when he won the Super Bowl with them? Okay, look, look, look. And well, he just, at that he point, he, at that point, he just got hot. Like I think he, that was a 9-7 and seven football team. How, how is it that you have Aaron Rodgers and you say he has to have a superb head coach? Was Tom Coughlin a superb head coach when when Eli won two Super Bowls? Do you think that Tom Brady is half the quarterback he is if he's not playing in Belichick's system? Yeah, I really do. I think he's still just as good. He might not have as many rings. He might not have as many Super Bowls, but he goes to just as many AFC championship games. He might lose to the Belichick coach team. But, yeah, I absolutely think he's just as good. I don't know, man. I I think Belichick is – like, and, it, and it's not just that. I think, you know, Atlanta – Back when Shanahan was there, I mean, you can you can see the difference. Like oh, Matt Ryan, no one puts more no one puts more emphasis on coaching than I do when I'm when I make my picks, when I talk about these teams, when I look at teams that I say this team is good, this team is bad. It it's it's ninety percent of it's all based on coaching when everybody else is looking at quarterbacks. Okay, I I understand that there is a valid difference, 
when you have do, – do you think the coaching around Peyton Manning was great? Forget about how much we all love Dungy. Okay. Yeah. Do we think the coaching around Peyton Manning was just unbelievable? Because I think McCarthy's better than all of the guys that ever coached Peyton. I don't know that I agree with that. Well, Dungy was a defensive guy. No, no, so no, no, you, no, no. Forget so that, Dungy. So I'm not talking irrelevant. about head coach. Forget head coach. I'm talking about the offensive guys around him. No, the offensive I, guys around around Aaron Rodgers are far better than anything Tom Brady had. Or no, anything that, that, uh, that Peyton Manning had. And guess what? He still won a lot more than than Aaron Rodgers has won, and and he's got more Super Bowl rings with multiple yeah. teams. I mean, you might be right. I I got my I got my feelings on it. Um, okay. But I mean, it, look, I just all, don't think all you of it's can a moot point you're, you're, because like it's they're, well, they're three, they got three good. they got three wins. Yeah, they they're should, three and they four. Should have they should have won less than that. They told the Bears totally gave one game away. Yeah, so I mean they're they're three four and one. Uh, they tied against the Vikings. Probably, you know, should have lost that. Or I mean, even still, they probably should have won that one. Like it just depends on how you look at it. So maybe, maybe a tie is good. But the Bears game, yeah, they probably should have lost that one. Uh, I mean, they got a win over Buffalo. They're not a good team. Like it's this is not a a great team, and they're ten point favorites this week. Yeah. And so, all right, let's let's move on to the other great game, and this this really was a great game. You want to talk about two best running backs in football? went up against each other two really good top level quarterbacks went up against each other and two incredible head coaches went up against each other in the Rams Saints game yes this this was a football game that was it looked like the Saints were going to run away with it they were up like 35 they were up by 21 points something like that 17 points going into halftime and it looked like they were going to run away with it Rams came back Rams countered they tied it up I mean this was a great game back and forth I believe the outcome of the game came on those three individuals. I think Alvin Kamara outplayed Todd Gurley. Yeah. I think Drew Brees outplayed golf, which no one no one expected anything less than that. Golf is really good. Especially golf, in New Orleans. Golf has done great. He ain't Brees yet. Not yet. And Give I, him time. And I think Sean Payton totally out-schemed, out-coached, and, and, and out-worked uh, Sean McVay. You realize it was just a few years ago that everybody was talking about Peyton retiring or maybe Peyton taking like the USC job. Yeah, I mean, it, how goofy? Does well, that he, all look he now? him and the ownership of the Saints didn't really mesh real well for a while. Well, now Tom Benson is uh, yeah. gone. R.I.P. Yep, and and, uh, uh, and now the, Peyton looks is, like those is, things are happening. Peyton's living his best life. Let me let me ask a question. Does Sean Peyton remind you of Mike Gundy at all? I was thinking about this on Sunday. Yeah, he's definitely got that. He he I looks give, acts give, like well, he, he he's got the I give no f's about yeah. Mike Gundy when he talks. <laughs> he he does not care what you think about him. Maybe less than Bill. Maybe less than anybody. Yeah, you know what I he agree. does though, and, and this is brought up all the time. He learned this from Bill Parcells, who Belichick learned from Parcells as well, and, and a lot of guys in the NFL. That's the coaching tree that people really want to look at. Is you can't coach scared. And that guy That's just true. does. He is completely fearless. So I've got a stat from this that I want to throw at you. Okay. I, I, I'm stealing this from give him all the credit. This is Kevin Clark from The Ringer. I, I listen to him. I like him a lot. Uh, I think he's really smart. Very well written. Go read his articles. Um, there are only two players in history, 23 and younger, to have three games of three touchdowns in a single season. One of them is Alvin Kamara. 
Do you know who Alvin Kamara is tied with in that? Three. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Three, three games. With three touchdowns. With three touchdowns in a single season under 23 years old. Is it? Is it another running back? Is this only running well, yes, back? Yes, it is another running back. Man, I have no idea. I will give you a hint. He he is in many people's eyes the greatest football player to ever play football. Uh, Alvin Kamara, Jim, Jim Brown, and Jim Brown. Jim Brown. They're the okay. only two people at that age to be that good. It's, you said the greatest football player ever to play, and I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of those. Like, no, no, there's not. No, <laughs> but, no, no, but, but no the there's one that, not. The one that everybody no, says. No, I was gonna say, I, yeah. no, I will, I will argue with that. There, there is not a lot of those. It doesn't it's, matter what position it is, and it doesn't matter what. Well, no, quote, I mean, unquote, there's, there's era we're watching. Jerry Rice, nope, Joe nope, Montana, nope, you know, no, nope, not even close. We're not even. But, not but even you're right, Jim, Jim Brown. Yeah, the you're right. the single toughest man on the planet. When he was playing, you get to he's, um, he's still tough, man. He's you're you're he's one talking of those that about sit outside and threaten to fight everybody outside. He's the got stadium. he's got three touchdowns in three games. At this, it's early, man. Uh, I yeah. mean, I think I think he is elite level good, and and I don't know that it matters what system, quote unquote, he's playing in. I I think it does. I know matter. I know he's, like it, he benefits from being in the Saints. But I think if you trade it places with him and Melvin Gordon and he goes to, like, the Chargers, man, I, I think he's just as good. Now, I, now, think, now, I think it does Melvin matter which one. obviously increases. Well, yeah. No, no. Here's I, – I think it does matter because we saw him at Tennessee, like when he was in college. He's he's completely different player than he but, was in college. But but he was completely misused. Like, they there were glimpses of it. Because there were times that the offensive coordinator in, in the would, like, let in him the loose. NFL right now, if he was on any roster, he's touching the ball thirty, forty times, catching, receiving, uh, and running the ball. And and it doesn't. If, if he's on the Colts, I don't think he's that. Good. Oh, I disagree. Completely disagree. You see what Mac is doing on the Colts? He is a hundred times better the runner Mac is, and he gives them a dump off option to where when he catches the ball and you throw it to him, he's taking it for twenty thirty. I mean, you got a point. No, and he's mowing people over, and he's breaking tackles. I mean, no, I, I think that he kid is. is a truck. I think he's unbelievable. He's he's my most exciting player to watch this year. Now we'll give you that. Everybody, it not this is not a knock on the other guys. If you told me you you can only watch one player this Sunday, who is it? I'm watching Alvin over Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that that that's probably the list is those guys right now. Todd I mean, Gurley's Todd probably there, in. Yeah. No, Todd Gurley's in that. I, I and this is my I think I would I would watch Alvin. You say you can, only got one game. I can you totally go with one that. guy. I'm, I'm going with him. So let's go to the Rams a little bit. Let me Rams value in. They got three special people that matter. I think more than anyone else to their winning and losing. And and I brought them up earlier in how I think they all got outplayed in this game. But it is McVay. It is golf. And it is Gurley. If you had to keep one and lose the other two to a team in your division that you have to play twice a year who do you keep and who do you give up to a team in your division so you know if you give up Gurley or golf or mcveigh you have to play against them coach against them twice a year and beat them to win your division i would give up golf who do you keep 
You only keep oh, one. Oh, you only keep one. You oh, only okay. keep oh, one. Oh, God. Well, I'd keep McVeigh. I, I think I'd, I'd keep McVeigh, too. I think, but this is not, I, even, I value, not even close. I value coaching more than everybody else. So it's, a, it's, I mean, it's a quarterback league, and there's a lot of teams out there that say, you know what? If you're Jacksonville right now, you'd take golf and the coaching staff they got and let Gurley and McVeigh go to one of the other teams in the division and you just take your chances. Yeah, I mean – I, I mean, there, there are teams that are built that are saying, hey, we'd, we'd kill for that guy. I, I think – all right, so back to Green Bay. I think Green Bay with McVeigh would be otherworldly. Well, yeah, but let's, you got to take I, Aaron off of it. Oh, but you're talking about like okay, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm you, can't, you can't say yeah, McVeigh with the the second best quarterback in football. Well, I thought you were just talking about the Rams. Okay, I I, I am in this scenario, but like I don't know, I, I I agree. We we both agree, but I'm just trying to figure out. It's just a quarterback league. There are teams that don't have a quarterback that would kind of kind of kill for golf. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just I know what golf is without Sean McVay. Like I've seen that before. Like I don't think he was that great at Cal under Sonny it's, Dykes. It's impossible a, a, to grade him what he was like under Fisher, though. That, I mean, that, yeah, no, that you're is, right about that. That is not that is not okay to do. So so anyway, th- th- those were the biggest games. We'll, we'll get through some other ones. This is kind of an interesting game. We while we're giving up <laughs> weird, strange scenarios and 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 whatnot. Let's let's get to let's get to the Bills Bears game because I have a scenario with that. First off, Bears look really good. They went on the road. They beat a bad team. They beat the hell out of them. Uh, yeah. I mean, they did what you're supposed to do to a bad team, right? Uh, they the Bears are looking really good right now. I I, I it's it's like, hard to say. Well, but they did it to the Bills. But that's what you're supposed to do, and a lot of other teams don't. Wait, exactly. They right? have well, and and look, the Bills still have a pretty good defense. That's right. Oh no, the fact that they put up that many points. Now they did it all thanks to thanks to Peterman. Uh, yeah, not all of it, but a lot of it. Man, a lot of turnovers. A lot of pick. The defense scored what two or three times? At least two. I think it was. I think it was just two. Um, anyway, and then maybe got a short field on another or something like that. So, so first things first. Last year, I destroyed Deshaun Kaiser. I labeled him the single worst quarterback to ever start the end. Now. He is the worst that's ever going to start and play as many games as he played. Like, he played yeah. the entire season. Even games he didn't start, he got in. Yeah. There were, there were all 16 games he played meaningful minutes in all 16 games. I mean, think about that. Like, your, your top two quarterbacks were, he's, were Kevin Hogan. He's the worst. <laughs> and Deshaun guys. He's, he's the worst. It's not close. But. People want to talk about the Browns being bad this year. They don't Peter, remember last year. Peterman is getting really dangerously close to being Deshaun Kaiser bad. Uh, no, I think Peterman's worse. I think he's. I think he, and that is a very difficult thing to be. But like, when you cannot stop throwing interceptions, like your offensive coordinator is is actively trying to find routes to like just all you got to do is put it there. And, and, it, and it doesn't help him that that is without question the worst receiving core in the NFL. Uh, so yes. that, that's not that's not helping him at all. But but I want to. You wanna, know how much better Sammy Watkins feels. <laughs> God, yeah. So, so let me let me give you a different scenario. Okay. I, I want a wild card weekend in the NFL. You know, we have the bye week between the championship games and the Super Bowl. Yeah. And there's no football, and 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 it was the Pro Bowl sometimes, and I it's just garbage. I want I want the two losers of the championship teams to play each other. 
But we're going to have a real wild. We're going to have to change the wild card to something else because this is a wild card. A wild card is something that is thrown into a game that completely changes the game, correct? In every game you play. I would like Nate Peterman to sit in one of the end zones in a big throne with two different jerseys, one for both of the teams. They have to play to win. The winner of the team – now, I know we think quarterbacks make $20, $30 a year, and so they don't care about money – Many, 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 many of these players don't. Every person on the roster makes $5 million bonus if you win the game. So everybody's trying to win the game. Okay. Caveat is, is Peterman has to play quarterback for one full series, at least three consecutive downs in each half for both teams. You get to, you as the coach get to pick it. <laughs> now, you can't just kneel him out, walk him out there at the end of a half and kneel. Unless you, you know, you got to actually you gotta, like you actively run, try and run. You got to run three play. Now you can be three handoffs. That's fine. Yeah, but at, at how much would that change? Like what an offense is doing, and when do you throw them out? Did you just say, hey, let's let's just take the first possession and give it up? In yeah, the first I mean, half, I'd probably do in the, the first, first of the second half. Or That's do you say, hey, let's get out hot. Let's get all right. Now we got like a ten point lead going into halftime. Let's give him. Let's give him the last possession or a uh, late possession. Because okay, so now I'm, I'm up 14 points. If it, but if you're up 14, like it, you you don't want to get behind the eight ball. So if you throw a pick six, that's that's the problem. If you give trouble. him, if you give it to him first, and he turns the ball over, just fumbling the snap. Like there were things that weren't his fault, but it was like Nate Peterman is the quarterback. I have to go to a defensive player. And so it hits receivers in the hands, and it's like they just handed it to the DB. Yeah, it's it, it's other world stuff right that's, now. That's the problem. If you start out early, now you now you now you're fighting, and then you know you got to put him back in in the second half once too. Good gracious! That's a wild card game. Yeah, that's, we have that's we have Kaiser and Peterman, and they have to play series for your team. <laughs> so the quarterbacks make a ton of money, so they don't matter. So they don't play this game, and you just have to play with these two Jamokes. And the other team is just fighting like hell to try to win because they're broke. Well, they're not broke, but they want some. They want some money. I like this idea. I, I think the NFL is pretty greedy. I think this would like bring ratings galore. I can't I would help. Watch it. I can't help but watch Peterman. Like, oh, it, like it's I'll crazy. tell you this: as much as I like watching Kamara, uh, I don't know that I didn't watch more snaps of the Bills. I like it. Anyway, I like it. Thought that was interesting. We'll move on. We're going to cover some ground here with these. Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield look really bad. Yeah. Both of their teams are really bad. And their offensive coaches might be the two worst in the NFL. Yeah. Could this year be so detrimental to their development that they never recover? No. I don't think so. Or either one of them actually just not very good. I think Darnold is very turnover prone. We saw that at USC. We knew that. Mayfield... Uh, at Oklahoma, like he was playing some, ri- well, it, everywhere that he's been, he has played really, really bad defenses. I think it is taking him a little bit of time to get caught up. Uh, but I do think that Mayfield has like the talent to be able to go through this, and and it it takes time to learn this NFL game. Like you know that. I understand. Uh, uh, unless you are like a. That's why I'm a fan of these guys sitting for a while. By the way. Yeah, and that's I mean that'd be totally fine. But I don't think there's anything wrong with playing them either. Like I don't think that it's going to to crush their spirit. And if you're a competitor, then you're a competitor. It'll help you figure out sooner, like whether or not they are 
uh, whether they've got the the cojones that's right to actually play the position um so in that regard like absolutely i keep playing them so my my problem with Mayfield Darnold is the future in Cleveland. They have made that abundantly clear. My well, so my my problem with Darnold was this, and and I there's a reason I didn't want him number one. I didn't want him number two. I didn't want him number three. He would have been my fourth choice in quarterback this draft, and it's strictly because I don't see him as a whole lot different than Jameis Winston. I think he's got all the talent in the world. I don't think you can coach the throwing the ball to the other team out of a player. I think if yeah. that's in them, it's always going to be in them. Yeah, because they are and always going it, to think that that's they right. can fit the ball in that hole. They, they, yeah, they think their talent is better than it is, and they can't be coached or trained out of that. My fear with Baker is this. He played at two schools. Now, while Texas Tech is not a big boy school with five-star talent around them. It's still in the Big 12. At the wide receiver position and the offensive line position, they are great. They are upper level in college football good every year in that air raid system and then when he goes to oklahoma everybody on the offensive side of the ball are all five stars yeah well not five stars i always you know better than everybody else they're they're the the best athletes on the field when they're on the field yeah my problem with taking quarterbacks that play in these systems that make them look so good in college is what do you do when your offensive line sucks and your receivers aren't great can you still be good? Because I don't know that, well, this is a rookie year. I don't know that next year or the year after, unless personnel drastically changes, I don't know that they can do that. See, that's like it, that's what made it so easy for Kansas City to move to Patrick Mahomes because they had already moved in that direction. That's right. They offensive had the offensive line is not great, but it's above average. All the skill players are elite level. Well, their, their offensive line is, is great at pass blocking. They like, just don't have to pass block long. They don't have to pass block long because, like, yeah. the guy can but do I don't, defenses. But they're, they're, they're above average because the rest of the league is bad. Yeah. But, no, just the schemes that they run. I don't know if Andy Reid could make this team much better, though. No, I don't think – no. I mean, no. Pat, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is a far, far better player as of right now than Baker. Well, he's had another year. I don't know that that one year is different. I, I think it helps. Okay. So we lump two players in there. I'm going to lump two teams together. Okay. I think the Panthers and the Chargers are the exact same team with different jerseys. I think they play the same style of football. I think they look the same playing the games. I the think Chargers one's got have an immensely no... better passing quarterback. <laughs> well, okay, but one has the immensely better running quarterback. Which quarterback would you rather have? I'd rather have the one that can throw the football. Ooh, ooh! I don't know. Cam can throw it just fine, and and you never have to worry about third and Cam two. is a a front running quarterback. Like he's a, a, when ooh. things are going well. Oh, you sure? Because when they beat the Eagles a couple of weeks ago, they were down three touchdowns. No, I'm saying and when, he went when I'm saying three when the situation to drive. when the situation is good. Well, I don't know like, that that situation was good either. No, I'm not talking about like per game situation. I'm talking about just like the team itself. When the team around him feels good, things are going well, he can absolutely come back in games like that. I don't like know. After, after, after McCaffrey, who's, who's good on that team? I mean, who's really good? Yeah, I mean, you got a point. Like, uh, DJ Moore's pretty good. DJ Moore's good. He's, he's he not great. He ain't great, but no, I mean, they, they just got a bunch of, they got a bunch of guys. Like and, I, I, and Cam we, Cam we, is the alpha dog. We disagree on them having a bunch of guys. I, I don't know that I take Cam over Rivers. 
in like if I've got to win this season. Well, that's that's but, what I'm talking but I, about. But I think it's close. And I and I can't tell you I wouldn't take Cam. I mean, no, I do think it's close. I think these teams are a lot alike. They play kind of the same kind of defense. They, I think one is way better coached and probably has a lot better kicker in, in the Panthers. But they both play down to like bad teams a lot and are – they, they the bad teams have to do like really dumb stuff for them to beat them. Yeah. But then when they play like okay average opponents that that are probably you would think closer to their level, they kind of kick their ass. Yeah. Like like I like both of these teams. I think they're without question they clear cut like second tier level teams out of the four elite teams in the NFL this year. Yeah. And and I think they're a lot of fun. I don't know that I remember seeing two teams not be at the top or not be at the bottom that just look so much alike. I mean, you got a point. I mean, it's weird for them to be like in the middle, but still almost identical in the way that they play football. We're going to learn a lot about the Panthers on, on Thursday night. Well, yeah, but I mean. Because like the Chargers, they lost to uh, to who? The Rams and. They've, uh, they've got two losses to. And now, the they're, now, their losses are the two best losses in the yeah, NFL. And, and the Panthers lost to uh, what? Washington, Washington and uh, oh, 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 damn, who they? I don't even remember. It was early in the season. Though. Yeah, it was uh, the really, Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons. Falcons. It was early, real early. So anyway, next, last two. What the hell is going on in Houston? Is this like dark magic? Is this voodoo? I mean, they're close they, enough to New Orleans. They is need this to voodoo? be sending out gift baskets to every other coach in the league. I mean, literally every game they play, they don't look great. That, that and the other team just gives them the win. Yeah, we and, thought but, the Cowboys but, gave it to them. We thought the the Colts gave it to them. And this one, like Vance Joseph, not even playing for something better than a fifty-one yard field goal. We're just, doing we're doing this on Tuesday night. Why is Vance Joseph not fired right now? Why is he not the next coach gone? I have no idea. Right. I can't answer that. So so let me bring you a different scenario. Are we sure John Elway's just? He's not the problem. Do you, do you think maybe he's just, like, done? He's not the problem. He might be. So I have a philosophy. They they broke rule number one of great fandom and, and, and historic lore, okay, that, that teams just never, ever, 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 ever should do. So years ago, I had one of my best friends when the Cubs were, like, on the cusp of being great, but they were still pretty good. But they were going through coach after coach after coach. He's man, I wish they would hire Mark Grace because he's like working his way through the minors, putting in the time, and like everyone in Chicago loves him. And the first thing I said was stop. That's the worst decision you could ever do. Because right now, every time he comes to Chicago, he's a god. He's yeah. an absolute legend. If you hire him to be your manager and he fails and you have to fire him, that's the last thing you're going to remember. And it's going to make him coming back to Chicago bad for the rest of time. The Knicks did it. With uh, with Jackson, yeah, um, it, I just think these things never, ever, ever work out. You don't bring the hero back. You don't bring the hero back because to give him a job because all he can do is hurt his legacy. Yeah, at that place. Well, and and that's part of the problem is that the Bronco fans, uh, the majority of them, do not think that he's the problem. No. They think, oh, he, he made some bad decisions, but he brought us the Super Bowl. I, I don't know how many media people who are supposed to be unbiased and, and not get caught up in these things hold him accountable and make him not the problem. He won him a Super Bowl. He went out and got Peyton Manning. Congratulations. Yeah. What other quarterback have you put in here? What other team have you built? 
By the way, it, look at the coaches that you've had here. Look, look at, look at those two Super Bowl teams that they had. Like one won it and one lost it. Can you imagine any other team going from like highest rated offensive team in the league? In one season and losing the Super Bowl, and then the next season they're the highest rated defensive team with like a, a pretty blah offense. Yeah, I and like I mean it's that, that what they did there was insane. Yeah, so I don't know that we'll ever see that again. No, I don't, I don't think we will either. I I do think Elway's the problem, and sadly enough, I think it's going to hurt his legacy there. I don't think I think that he's been there long enough and been bad enough at it when they finally do decide to say, hey, you might be the problem. I don't know that he'll ever be able to go back. And he'll always go back and people will be kind and nice and he'll be welcomed, but it won't be the it won't be the worship. No. It and that's that's sad. I I'm very much against that. So if you ever have an opportunity to do that, just don't. Just, yeah. just stay away from yeah. it. Lastly, your Steelers look really good. They look like they've turned a corner. What are they gonna do with the Le'Veon Bell situation? Because he, he's got to come back or, or he loses the year. Well, I, I don't know. So I, I heard a report this week that because of his veteran status, he technically doesn't have to come back at all this year. Um, And if he doesn't, like, he can still be a free agent. I, I completely disagree with that. I don't, but I, I, I'm, like I'm almost I, positive because I follow the story pretty closely. I'm almost positive that's not correct. I mean, if, if, if they bring him back, I mean, yeah, you got to play him. Like, but how much? Like, I don't think you take a whole lot of carries away from from Connor. I, I and I'm I'm shocked that he didn't come back in early enough to be able to be once he saw Connor was doing well to be traded. Uh, yeah. Because why would he not try to get one or two games under his belt and let teams say, okay, let's go get him, and and make a move at him or whatnot? It, it doesn't make any sense. Because I come think back you could have got him. I think you could have got him for like a fourth or fifth round pick. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not like they're asking for a king's ransom because they know you're going to have to pay him on the back end. Yeah, they know that you're going to end up having to pay him a boatload of money. So like they're just so looking to get something. So this is something that Jason Lockenfora brought up today on the Tony Kornheiser show. I was listening to that. Interesting enough, the Steelers could technically, if he comes back and plays. So let's say he comes back and plays week ten through six. Okay. Okay. The franchise tag is you have to pay them 120% of their salary, right? Okay. You franchise tag them a second time, you pay them 140% of their salary, which is crazy, and nobody ever really does it. Except the Redskins. The legal standing for a salary is what a player has been paid. So if he shows up and plays week 10 through 16, or 17, all right, and he, or he, get, he gets the six games in for the legal season, and he only makes $7 million, they could franchise tag him again next year for 140% of the $7 million, which is a bargain. Uh, yeah. Wow. So now he sits out two years, or he plays for a ham sandwich for what he truly is worth. <laughs> How insane would that be? And being like the legal, like I like Le'Veon, I want to see him play. Being like the legal junkie that I am, I really want this to happen. Like I want them to say, we're going to franchise tag you again and 
technically you only made seven million dollars last year so here's 10 million last year you could have signed for 14 here's 10 here's nine here's whatever 140 is of this and congratulations curious. like are the Steelers petty enough to do it oh I, I would because you can't replace you're talking about trying to win championships while he might be pissed off he realizes now they got me I got to go play and I got to go get my money for the next year deal and 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 we're done but that is interesting I had not I, like I don't think that, that anybody's ever really thought about that. That is Jason Lockenford. That dude. There's there's a reason I follow that guy and I listen to everything he says. That guy's really smart. He knows the league inside and out, and he talks to people that know this type of stuff. I mean, Ooh. that's that's crazy to even think about. Yeah, I will tell you this. That is a Belichick move. If there's ever if you want to become the Patriots, you got to do moves like that because yeah. that's hardcore. Yeah, that's that's real. That's gonna that's hurt your feelings. Stuff. But that's how you get. That's, that's how, how you, you build get stuff talent. done. Yeah. So, all right. That the uh, that's, that's my it. recap, brother. All right. Uh, NFL recap week number nine. Finito. Remember tunicatravel.com and winningcureseverything.com. <laughs> NFL week nine, top five, bottom five. This is our rankings. It's brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sports books down there. You can check out all of them over at tunicatravel.com. Let's jump right into this bad boy. We're doing 32 through 28. Let's go on with 32. I think I think you finally convinced me. Had a boy. Listen. The Oakland Raiders are without a doubt the worst team in the NFL. It is not even close. A guy that has never sniffed the field, never been better than third string in the NFL for last year and this year. Uh, the guy that couldn't get a like a D1 offer. Yeah, D1 offer. And just, not a D one, but a, a power five. Power five yeah, how's that? Just just dropped three touchdowns and whipped your butt. Yeah, and and looked great, like perfect passer rating, kind of like that whole thing. Listen, Nick who, Mullins who says campaign ads don't work. Nick Mullins in San Francisco just just peed all over. I mean, it was bad. It was it was awful. All right, so the Raiders are awful. Uh, number thirty one. I got the Buffalo Bills right now. Oh, okay. I th- you think you you influenced me last week? They didn't play. But the last time they have played, they look really bad. I'm going with the Giants. See, now here's the thing. I finally they, moved them all the way down just because, God, they look They bad. lost by one touchdown to the Redskins. Yeah, but we – And, and they've, they've was been a home close. game. I understand, but they have been really close okay. against – like and, and, yes, they are bad. Don't get me wrong. You they, don't have to sell me on awful. the Bills. I got them uh, next. So. But the Bills are – yeah, the Bills are bad. The Giants are number 30 for me. Yeah, so we, like, we've got those just flipped a little. You remember – I've talked about this, though. I, like, I wonder if the Giants – like. I think they could lose to anybody, but like they keep it really close with some some, some fairly teams. decent teams. Some teams, uh, yeah, some teams. I mean, when you're a home dog, you're supposed to keep it close, though. Well, agreed. I mean, they were only a one point dog. Yeah, but they shouldn't have been. They should have been way more net. But they, they only lost by touchdown. I, I get so, that. So, uh, Giants number thirty. I got the Forty Niners at twenty nine. So I've got the Cardinals. I know that they've lost to the Giants or to the uh, the Forty Niners. Uh, they've beaten the 49ers both times they played them. I think this 49er team showed life. Well, they absolutely showed life, but I mean, you can't have the Cardinals lower than the 49ers when they beat the them Cardinals twice. Beat them twice. Twice. I know. I felt ridiculous doing it. Look, Nick Mullins might be the turning point. Like, what if he's it's the, entirely what if possible. he's the chosen one? Now, I, I'll tell you this: like the Cardinals, like I'm reserving been, hope for the fact that Mullins might turn the season around. I have been preaching to you about how bad this Cardinals offensive line is. 
about how bad just no. the, the team itself is. Like, they are aging. They are. You know in, why I finally dropped them when I was defending them all this time? I, they're just terrible to watch. It, yeah. You'd be great, be terrible. I've said this forever. I stole it from Colin Cowherd years they're ago. They're really you, bad to watch. You can be bad. You have to be at least entertaining. But, and and even with Josh Rosen, they're just not entertaining. No. David so, Johnson. Not enter- like There's nothing fun about watching that. When the red zone goes to their games, I flip the channel to a single game. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm just – I'm good. I don't need to see this highlight. It's okay. Yeah. All right, so you got the Cardinals 29. I got the 49ers. I got the Browns at 28. I got the Browns at 28, too. Okay. So, I've, I've got the Cardinals at 27. You got the 49ers at 27? I mean, I, we're, we're not ranking yeah. that. Yeah, if, like, I, if I was going to go 27, I'd give the 49ers that spot. But I reserve my right for Nick Mullins to maybe change our minds. It, let me see Nick Mullins do it against the Giants this week. Because that's well, he's got two bad teams he's gonna play. I know, but, but like, if he beats but, both of them the way he's supposed to, yeah, damn, yeah, then then you're looking at something. Get then, that man something. Then we'll see. You know what happens. Trade Jimmy year, G. But yeah, maybe. I'm just kidding. Maybe. All right. Uh, number five. You got number five. This is where like this it really. Is, right, no, now I I have completely changed mine. I've completely changed mine as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. My five. I'm going with the Chargers. That's exactly that who I've got my at Super five. Bowl. That was it, my Super Bowl uh, AFC contender before the season now, started when I didn't really know what I was going to expect. Now, this one came down to the Chargers, the Panthers, and the Steelers yeah, for me. That's it. the and Steelers that, are playing really well. That's right. the next. That's the list for the for the next tier. Well, the Vikings are there, too. But but I, I think the – I need to see a little more from the Vikings. Chargers have, have the two best wins, two best losses in the league. Yeah. And they're starting to beat teams up. Like, like they beat up the Browns. The Titans, they, they took to the limit in London, and we thought, you well, know, but, maybe but the that Titans was a joke. Are pretty good. But, but the Titans might be pretty good. And and they beat up Seattle on the road in Seattle. Now, I know it's not the place it used to be, but. Hey, you, let, me, let me tell you something real quick. Seattle is 3-2 and two away from home. Mm-hmm. They are 1-2 and two at home. Isn't that crazy? But, now they played the Rams and the Chargers that's what I said. at home. They, that was it. They've had some. They've had some stiff competition there. But let me tell you kind of what I like about this Chargers team. Because they don't have home field advantage, them going to your place is it doesn't affect them at all. Yeah, it's the they same can, thing. They can go on the road and beat you. They can beat you in L.A. This, it this is like matter. that Oilers team that played in Memphis years that's ago. Right. Like where it, it it was almost better to play away from home. It was all it was all the other fans that would come to Memphis to watch them. Yeah, number uh, four. I got the Chiefs at number four. I got my Patriots at number four. Really? I know, right? I, I, I They beat the Chiefs. If I'm going to give the Chargers credit for the two best losses, the Patriots have the two worst losses in the league right now. Yeah, like, but that like was the 49ers, early. The 49ers, I, I get that. I get that. But I'm comparing them to the Chiefs, the Rams, and the Saints. Okay. And because you're in comparison with those guys, we're getting down to splitting hairs. And the splitting of the hairs is you, these guys don't have losses that look like that. Look, to me, the Patriots have won six straight. They beat the Chiefs Correct. straight up. Straight up. Um, so I've got the Patriots at number three. Okay. And, and and I've got the Chiefs at number three. All right, so we, we just flip-flopped yeah, we those. we flip-flopped those two, and it, it was hard for me to do, but I felt like I gotta sh- I'm got i not biased about this. I'm, I'm really trying to be honest here, and I can't forgive. You know the, the Jacksonville one I can forgive because that was their Super Bowl? Yeah. I can't forgive that Lions loss. That was, it was pretty bad. And it's back-to-back weeks, too. Yeah, I mean, but, that, you know, Matt Patricia. Now, I like think it, we got the same one and two. 
if I'm if I'm if I'm smelling it right. Uh, I got the, the Rams at two. The Rams have been number one all season. I have the Rams at two. Well, it, it, Saints have won eight straight, seven straight, seven straight. They've only got eight wins. Oh, that's no, but they lost the first game of the year. Yeah, so they've got eight wins. Seven. I think they only got seven. I think they had a bye week already. Maybe they, oh they did they did they did okay yeah yeah so either way seven straight wins is seven still straight. like a, a big deal right no no it's a huge deal um and the Rams had won eight straight before they went to New Orleans and they put up a hell of a fight no, great game but great and, game and it was definitely a we'll, fantastic we'll game see that game. we saw we thought the same how great was the schedule this year that we got Chiefs Patriots early and we're getting Rams Saints early we're gonna see those two matchups again in championship form oh I, I we really believe are that I believe that a hundred percent. Uh, so yeah, Saints number one. I moved the Rams Saints from two. four to one. That's, I did the same thing. It, there was parts of that game where they handled handled the Rams. That's I, I moved the Patriots up to three because one they look way better. Oh yeah, with, way better right now with a complete shell of themselves on offense. Yeah, um, but they they're missing maybe and, and their the Chiefs, two best offensive players. The Chiefs defense is just awful. They're, no, no okay. They're just I, bad. I will tell you, I almost took the Browns out of my bottom and, and put the 49ers in just because, man, they played the Chiefs pretty closely. If you turn any of those field goals into touchdowns, it's it's a ball game. Yeah. And and that – so I was, I was kind of proud of Cleveland, but the fact that you can't turn any of those in and Greg Williams is still your coach now, just, yeah. Bad. That's the way it goes. All right. right, that is our NFL Week 9 Top 5, Bottom 5. I am. NFL Week 10 Big Game Previews. And there ain't a whole lot of them this week. Nope. But we're still going to have our five, and we'll have some honorable mentions just for you to have something to watch. So, uh, it's brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. Go over there, check out all their awesome sports books. They got Samstown, Hollywood, First Jackpot, The Fitz, Gold Strike, and The Horseshoe. Awesome stuff. You can find out more information on those over at tunicatravel.com. You can get our picks, our previews, all of our wonderful stuff, including our football picks contest over at winningcureseverything.com. Chris, I think the best game of the week is on Thursday. Man, you're probably right. The Panthers at the Steelers. The Steelers are a four-point favorite over under is 52. It's Thursday, 7.20 p.m. on Fox. Panthers have won four of the last five. They've covered three straight. The Steelers, four straight wins, four straight covers. How do you feel about it? I'm interested to see how Cam plays in a game where I think he's going to have to score a lot. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't I think, think that. that the Panthers' defense is going to hold uh, this offense in, in Pittsburgh to, to, to what they've been doing to these other teams. Pittsburgh is greatly different than the Redskins' offense, the Eagles' offense. The, the 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 Ravens offense that they've been playing yes. and able to beat up on this is this is a different class here. Well, and even though they they were still giving up points, but yeah, this is the Steelers team is a whole lot different. Uh, James Conner looks fantastic right now. Uh, he is making it where they really don't miss Le'Veon Bell all that much, which no. is a little bit surprising. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I think this is absolutely the best game of the week. It's it's the two hottest teams in the league right now. Uh, aside from maybe the Chargers and the Saints, um, Patriots. Hey, yeah, Patriots. You got a couple of teams that are on six-game winning streaks. Yeah, um, but the the, these two, seven. these two have seemed to have found themselves. Oh, oh, completely agree. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see 
we talked about this earlier in the in the in the the breakdown. What does Le'Veon do to this Steelers offense? Does it put a jolt in them and make them even more explosive, or, or does it mess up the chemistry? Does it? Yeah. Does it? Is it a locker room situation where you say when he comes back, he says, "All right, I'm back," and you say, "Okay, we're going to pay you, and we're going to deactivate you." Yep. Just go sit over <laughs> go, there. Go home. Go home. You're getting paid. Go home. Go home. We don't. We don't want to mess up what we got going because we finally got it rolling, and we don't want to cut you so you can go play for somebody else. Yeah, we're just going to eat the me the this seven million dollars or whatever we owe you, <laughs> and now. then we might franchise you again for only ten million dollars. <laughs> I know that's so crazy. <laughs> so crazy. All right. Uh, so yeah, I think that's probably the best game Thursday night game on Fox. Uh, I mean that's that's a good matchup. That's it. It's a good matchup. Game number two, the this Saints. Is a, this is a good game too, though. Saints minus five at the Bengals over under fifty four. Pretty high number, but totally expected here. Uh, Sunday at noon on Fox. It The Saints have had huge wins the last, like, three weeks. That's right. At, at some point, at do the they Raven, come back down? Yeah, at the Ravens, at the Vikings, and then home for the Rams. And then you get to go to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a good team. They're not a great team. They're a good team. And, yeah, they're good. And and they get to come off a of bye week, I think. Since he's coming off a of bye? They didn't play last week. And uh, so, yeah, I think since he's coming and off a of bye. And so they had two weeks to prepare for you. I, I think this is going to be a fight for the Saints. I really do. I yeah. don't see the Saints going in and just whipping their butt. I don't, I don't I think, think so. I think they're due for kind of just like a ho-hum game. It happens to everybody. Yeah. They're yeah, on a seven-game right. win streak, man. That's hard to do in the NFL. Very, very difficult to do. Uh, both teams are obviously going to put up points. Uh, it's too uh, – we'll, we'll call the Bengals a, a high-power oh, offense. No, they're, they're an offense, man. They can score. Like Joe Mixon is – Is I real. Mean, he's really good. Boyd and Green, good. And Dalton playing really well. Yeah. I mean, so, it's, it's a good no, – I, it's I good think that's a good team. offense. And so – and they'll put up points. I'd, if anything, I would probably bet the over 54. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think, Obviously, be, uh, I think all Saints games are going to be high overs, and I think it's going to be hard for them to not hit them. As the Barstool guys say, life is too short to bet the under. So, bet the over. Um, and, man, that I mean, five points seems like a whole lot here. Like, if I was going to bet the game, I might take the home team. No, if you told me I had to bet it, I would probably bet the Bengals also. I'm going to stay away from it. I'm that. staying away from it, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to play it just because – it's scary betting against Breeze and Kamara, and and we we did a whole breakdown. We spent a long time talking about them. Not one time did I mention uh, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. That yeah. it's just shame, shame on me. That's just hey, it, inappropriate. It they, inappropriate. They got a lot of weapons. That guy's a monster, though. They got a lot of you, weapons. You don't forget him. So, game number three, the Patriots sitting at seven and two. They are six and a half point favorites over the four and four Titans. Over-under is only 46-and-a-half. Coming to Tennessee, baby. It's in Nashville, Sunday, 12 o'clock, CBS. That's the nooner. Kind of upset I'm not going to be there. Yeah, I, was, I mean, you saw the I was saw the planning on being there. My two trips to Boston, the wife said no. I can uh, I can understand Put that. Put the kibosh on it. So, um, do the Titans have a chance in this one? I think they do have a chance just because of the way they play. Um, there is reports that Sony Michelle is supposed to be back. The Patriots have a bye week after this game. I would not play Gronk or Michelle at all. If anybody is close to hurt, if you lose this game, it doesn't kill you. And I That's think it's going to be tough. But I don't even know that you can go – you 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 just beat Green Bay without them. Okay? And I don't know that Green Bay is a better team than Tennessee, but – I think they got a better offense, but I, I do think that the Titans are – I mean, they – 
we we've talked about this yeah, every week. They'll beat you up. They'll beat you up, so and I'm, they I will. Don't, I don't they'll like drag idea. you into the mud. I don't like playing players that are not one hundred percent healthy against a team that's kind of known for beating you up. Well, and a team that's that's hungry because like yeah. it, they they need wins to be able to stay with Houston. That's right. Because Houston's got what a six game winning streak. Right they're, now? they're one of the teams with six game winning streak. And so, and they're I mean they're uh, a game and a half up on the Titans, right? Yeah, they, they got so, a game up on everybody in that AFC South. Whew. Well, I mean, the rest of the South is three and five. That's right. Yeah, so, that's like, right. Titans, so just Titans, Titans got a game up on on the on. Jags and the Colts. They got to be able to hang with Houston in order to do that. I mean, you got to win your home games. It's just tough to do when it's the Patriots. That's right. So, this uh, will be a fun game to watch. I, I think this is going to be a really entertaining game. I think stylistically, very, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, because I don't know what the the Patriots are the best at changing their game plan every week to match what the other team does. Yeah. And I don't know, A, who you take away for the Titans that they're really good about taking a player away. Like, I don't think that the Titans have a guy that you just say, Lewis is probably who they're going to say, you're not going to beat us. They value his skill set more than probably anybody else's. But offensively, I don't really know how you attack Tennessee and put up a lot of points. See, I don't know either. Like I, 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 I mean, I'm obviously not. I think so, I think Tom is gonna like he's, not Josh McDaniels. I'm not I'm not Tom Brady. I don't have their brain. I think I think abilities. Tom Brady is is going to feel pressure in this game. Like I, I could 100 percent see an, an interception or, or two. Oh, yeah. in this he's, one. Yeah, he's he's turning the ball. Over um, so you know, at that point, can Mariota in that offense convert, make plays? And I mean, they did against Dallas, but Dallas is a far cry from. What did from you the say Patriots. the over/under was? Forty-six and a half. Okay, uh, for some reason, my brain—I thought you said forty-one. I was like, all right, there's no doubt both these teams are getting to the twenties. Now, forty-six and a half Ooh. makes it questionable. Yeah, that's that's tough. Because I mean, you're looking at you know twenty-six to twenty, twenty-four, twenty-one. You're still hitting the under. Teams really haven't scored a lot on the Titans. No. Uh, but and the teams Patriots really scored a lot on the Patriots. Yeah, say, and the Patriots can play defense. They can lock you down too. Yeah. Man, uh, which is crazy game. because, like, early in the season, they could not first, play defense for First nothing. four games of the season, Whew. man. It's so weird that Bill's just trying to fill this team out. And then after that, he's like, let's right, go. good. Got it. Got it. Let's go. Uh, let's see. Game number four. The Seahawks sitting at 4-4 four and four at the Rams, who are 8-1. and one. Rams are a 10-point favorite at home. Over-unders 51. It's Sunday, 325 on CBS. Seahawks three and two on the road, only one and two at home. So they've uh, they've done a little bit better yep. on the road than at home. Uh, the question here is, how do the Rams react to their first loss? That's right. Um, and I, I, I mean, I don't know that anybody would have the answer to that. I mean, they got I, enough I, veterans on the team that you would think that they'll be fine. I don't know that I have the answer for it. I know that this game is in my gambling picks. And <laughs> well, I, then and I will I feel really strongly about it. Okay, okay. Well, we we can move off of that one. We don't have to. We can break it down a little bit if you want. Nah, there's no sense in that. If you're wanting to break down, go listen to Chris's pick on the Gaming right. Picks video. Uh, or or if you're listening on the podcast, the next segment. Just wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> the Cowboys at the Eagles is game number five. That's the Sunday night football game. This is one of the, the best games of the weekend. Yeah, because it's it's too blah. To, and, and here's what's funny. like You think the Cowboys are just like blah, they're done, they're out of it, whatever. Well, they're desperate. They're definitely desperate. They're three and five right now, but the Eagles are only four and four. That's it. No, they're not and, out of it. And, and th- this division is there to be had by anybody but the Giants. Well, and and Washington, like they are what six and three right now. Yep. So yeah. and and they look catchable. 
Uh, yeah, I mean they play at uh, the Bucks this week. It's not one of my games of the week, but like Washington is just destroyed with injuries. They lost yeah. four starters in that game last week against the, the Falcons. Two of them on the offensive line. I I wonder can they bounce back from that? They're at six wins. They might finish at six wins. Now, I could be wrong. You remember in my preseason predictions when I said they would go five and eleven? Yeah, and I I told you that this team gets hurt with injuries every single year, and you said you can't count on that. You can't count on that, man. But God, but it, it seems like you can with this team. I know. It's it's insane. It is it is really ridiculous. But uh, it, anyway, so back to Cowboys-Eagles. Uh, the Cowboys, like, Eagles are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is only 43. So, obviously, Vegas does not respect either one of them's offense. Uh, it's Sunday, 7, 20 p.m. on I NBC. I think it could be the Eagles' defense is just going to shut them down. Th- this Cowboys' that. offense does not need respect. They've shown up for one game at home where they put up 40 on somebody. It's, they need to start bringing Conor McGregor back around, and apparently. That's, yeah, and, that's, and that is it. Other than that, they are not an offensive football team. They're not good at offense at all. Um, their defense can show up. I could see this being a lower scoring game. But, man, this Eagles team, they're coming off a of bye week. They they got this – is, this is put up or shut up time for them, right? Yeah. Like, this is their opportunity to say, we're going to take this division over. And if they don't do – if they don't win this game – when are they gonna do it? And that's a good question. That's I mean at, at this point, like if if the Cowboys lose, they're three and six, yeah. and they're pretty much out of it. So once you're out of it, like Jerry Jones did say the other night, like he's not gonna make a coaching change in the middle of the year. But but the, but then Monday night happened. But well, no, no, no. This was after Monday night. So I don't know. Like I, I mean. Wording it that way, does that tell Jason Garrett you're fired at the end of the year? So, if that's the case, why is he trying? Or if that's the case, like, do you just go balls out? No, God, no. I think I'm gonna. I know I'm getting fired, so let me just let me go balls out and work really hard for this guy that's gonna can me at the end of the year. Are you crazy? I mean, like, they're gonna look at this as I'm not canned yet. I'm gonna try and do everything I can, like. If we're losing the way that I'm coaching anyway, why don't we just throw everything we got? Well, he doesn't coach. That's the problem. Is he's yeah. the facilitator. He's the, what would you call him? Yeah, the clapper. That's what Mike Lombardi has stole that from Mike Lombardi. He is, there you he go. is the clapper, and he just encourages the other coaches to do really good. Yeah, this this team went down the tubes when, the, when they lost Derek Dooley. They, <laughs> I mean, they really did. I mean, they've got Jason Garrett there to, to be a cheerleader. He just gets the other coaches to – better they lose this game you are only two games away oh from getting your under yeah from cashing my ticket yeah that's right believe that i'm getting close oh, there's no doubt they're not getting to nine wins like no. i'm not gonna lose that bet no they'd have to go uh what six and one six and one the rest of the season yeah that's not gonna I, happen i think i think that ticket which is a juicy ticket to god it's big yeah you got a lot of money on that one good a lot juice of money too no juice no juice i got it even Honorable mentions. No, no, no. You got even. I remember okay. that one. Yeah. Honorable mentions. Monday Night Football. Okay. Giants are one and seven. The 49ers are two and seven. Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins looks legit. Uh, are the Giants really this bad? How do we have the 49ers on a Thursday primetime spot and a Monday primetime spot in back to back weeks? How do we have the 49ers in prime, not the 49 the Giants in primetime like six times this year? At, that that I can't understand. Like, like I understand what, what this is their third time this season to be on prime time. Like, I understand what are we doing? between them and the Cowboys. 
I can get it, right? I understand. I don't like, get it. Well, no, it's it's they like won a, two games last year. Well, they they were thinking. I that, know. I thought they were going to yeah, win you twelve thought, games this year. Yeah, you had them. You had them eleven or yeah, twelve wins. I've been, I've been wrong before it happens. And they they did the same thing. But I don't get before paid the to season. make a schedule though, man. That's ridiculous. They, so they they're thinking. All right, we need the biggest brand in the biggest city in the world. But I see. But that's where I disagree. The NFL carries itself. Agreed. I'm telling you. If you put the Panthers and the Chargers on Monday Night Football, people are going to watch. <laughs> we agree. It's still the biggest draw there is. Just don't put the Cardinals on it, and you're fine. But but I will tell you this. like If you've got the Bucks when they're playing as bad as they are, and no, see, I disagree. any other— The Bucks put up points. People will watch them. I agreed. But if they are terrible, like the Giants are— like at least with the Giants, you've still got like a New York base. Right? You got a New York base for the first half until they start getting beat, and then all of them turn the channels off and break their TVs. Yeah, now you're right about so that. So congratulations, you got half a game of ratings. But if you just put two decent teams, not even two good teams, two decent teams against each other, you're fine. Any one of these three games probably would have been better for Monday night. Uh, Lions at the Bears. The Bears are a seven point favorite. I, I would watch that. I'd watch it too. Divisional game. Lions are three and five. Bears are five and three. The Bears are standing alone atop the A or the uh, NFC North. Uh, they win this one. I mean, they are even more standing yeah, alone. The, got, the Vikings are right there. They're five, three, and one. But uh, the Vikings will have a bye week, so they won't be able to catch a game. So the Bears can take a, a bigger lead. You got that right. Half point, half game. Uh, Next one up, Jags at the Colts. I'm, I'm actually interested in this game. I almost, As you should be. I almost bet on it. This is bad football, but. The Colts minus three. Uh, they're three and five. The Jags are three and five. The loser hits the seller. Like, they're right. both in the cellar right now. They're both DFL. But, but whoever, in, in whoever wins this South. game, uh, look at this. I mean, if the Titans lose to the Patriots, the winner of this game is second, then tied in second place. Second place. Congratulations. That's that's all I'm saying. And then uh, finally, last one, Dolphins at the Packers. Dolphins are quietly 5-4. and four. Uh, The Packers are 3-4-1. and one, And the Packers... The, you see the line on this game? Packers are 10-point favorites. It's the Aaron Rodgers effect. It's just crazy. I just... I, I can't... I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Dolphins are pretty good, even with Brock Osweiler. I mean, they're not terrible. Um, Play good defense. They run the ball. He's yeah. he's being safe with the football. They limit possessions. Adam right. Gase knows he, he's a good coach. That's right. Keep keep Aaron Rodgers on the field, on the sidelines. How, how would you feel about Adam Gase with Green Bay? I think he's a good coach. No, I, I, do think I think he's, he'd do better I than do, Mike McCarthy. I think he is better than Mike McCarthy, but I think he's a really good coach. Think about the quarterbacks that that man has had. I do wonder. Jake Cutler last year. Like the years of and he's still up and able down to win games Tan- that just Tannehill. Make no now, sense. Now he's got Brock Osweiler. Come on, dude. This guy is, and he he wins. He comes in second place in the AFC East every year. I I might would look at. I might put a little money on the money uh, the money line here. Woo! Hit it with the money. I love money line underdogs. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it, especially if you're a ten point underdog. That's a big. Number. That's gonna be like plus three hundred. Like that could be huge, man. You're that, you're taking a team. That has a better record and is and is probably outside of the quarterback position better at every other part of the football, every yeah. other part of the game. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you, I, you get them. It's I, I might look at that. I guess you can see the lean that we're both probably. Yeah, I mean, I, no, I I don't have it in my gambling picks, but what? 
Talking about, you won't bet money line on them, but you won't bet them any gambling picks plus 10? No, because they, they scare me. Okay. Osweiler scares me to death. Oh, no. it's <laughs> we, Betting big dogs is not easy. It's not supposed to be no, easy. No, but that, it ain't going to be one of my official picks. I'll tell you that. All right. All right. I that's going to wrap up our NFL big game previews for week number 10. Don't forget, tunicatravel.com for all of your sports book information down in Tunica, Mississippi. And all of our picks, previews, and the football picks contest over at winningcureseverything.com. NFL Week 10 Gambling Picks. Brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six awesome sports books down there. Fitz Casino, First Jackpot, Samstown, Hollywood, Horseshoe, Gold Strike. I mean, they got some awesome stuff down there. Go check it out. There's more information over at tunicatravel.com. You can find our stuff over there. You can find more information about all the sports books. It is fantastic. You can also go to winningcureseverything.com for all of our picks, our previews, just fun stuff. We got fun stuff. Our podcasts, our YouTube videos, all that stuff over at winningcureseverything.com. You can also find our picks contest. Last week, Lee B., from Madison, Alabama, went 8-2. and two. He won the tiebreaker. He got two nights at Samstown Casino for free. He got two free buffets over at Fitz Casino. Dude is rolling. He will be coming to Tunica sooner than later. Hopefully we can join him. Hopefully we can join all of you. Everybody Amen. needs to be in this pick em contest. Go fill out your sheets. Last week. Pretty good week. Last week was a pretty good week. Pretty good week. I went 4-1 and one in my NFL picks. Pretty good for you, man. You've been struggling in the NFL. I've been struggling. It got me back to even, so I'm 22-22-1. Oh, you, you, you great. You did awesome. You, however, 5-0. and zero. And I will tell you this. This was, uh, last week was like the worst week on record. Vegas has ever had. Yeah. Yep. It was really bad. So, if we didn't do good this week, yeah, 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 we don't, we don't, <laughs> I mean, we don't that's need to be just here. Ridiculous. We don't need to be here. Uh, but but you went five and zero, undefeated. Re- uh, I can't talk. Undefeated week. Made some money this week. You are now twenty six, sixteen, and three in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That is a fantastic record. Let's jump into this week's games. You got game number one. Game number one. I'm taking the Chargers. I'm laying all ten of those points to the Raiders. You got it at ten. I got it at ten. Just before we came on. Okay. What did you get it at? I got it at nine and a half yesterday. Okay. Well, I got it at 10. The Raiders are complete garbage. Four straight losses, four straight against the spread losses. Chargers are rolling right now. They're beating up teams. They're looking good. With or without Melvin Gordon, doesn't matter. Uh, the Raiders are bad. Raiders are really, really, really bad. And 10 points is not near enough here. Nope. Nope. Uh, what you ten, got, game number 10 two? points insinuates that you are going to kick a field goal to make it a round game like that. With that field goal kicker, just go for it. Just keep going for it. <laughs> My next game, I'm going to continue to do what has made me a lot of money this year. Okay. I'm going to bet against the Clapper. I'm going to bet against Dallas. Adding Amari Cooper doesn't help anything. It probably moves lines in, in Dallas's favor, so you go against it. I'm taking the Eagles at home. Laying the six and a half. That's I think a the, lot of points, isn't I it? I think the Eagles are going to – I think they can win by a touchdown. I think we might just there is a there's potential for them to just beat their tail. I can understand that. I can uh, I can definitely understand that. All right, game number two for me. I've got the Falcons minus four at your Cleveland Browns. The Falcons have Probably been rolling here. Bet. 
Falcons got three straight wins. They need this win to get above 500. The Browns have four straight losses. They're two and four against the spread. The last six. I love the Falcons here. They they've got this offense thing figured out. They're putting up points. They hammered the Redskins last week. And normally you'd feel like a, a comeback. Yeah. You know, come back to the meet. It, it, not against the Browns. Yeah, you're Browns right. are are really really bad right now. And Greg Williams is going to have no idea. Yeah. What to do with this offense? I'm, I'm I'm staying away. It's my team, but bet against them last week. But that was too easy. <laughs> yeah. It was. But next, I think the Rams are going to rebound, and I think they're going to come back with a vengeance. This is the first game that they've lost, and and they are a team that if they get up on you, they will drive it down your throat. And I think I I think Seattle's been playing well. I, I think they they've been playing better. Uh, then uh, away from Seattle, sorry. Then they, they, they actually have been got at like home. a little bit of a running game too. I, I don't know that that matters. I, I don't think it does. I don't want to be on the other side of Sean McVay and 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 that defense and Todd Gurley when they are pissed off and coming off a loss, especially a loss where they gave up forty five points. That's right, and I, this was not like manufactured short field points. This was like Drew Brees drove down your ass. That's right. I like the Russell Westbrook. Oh, I'm doing that. I do it all the time. I like <laughs> Russell Wilson. If you've been watching forever, you you know the routine. That's it's not a shtick. It's just I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> you you don't. He he's he's far cry from Drew Brees. Seattle's not putting up 40 points. That's the, the Rams reasonable. the Rams very well might. Game number four for me. Or no, sorry, three for me. Three is that three? Yeah, three. That was my third. Uh, let's see. Game number three for me. You're not gonna like this one. Okay. The Redskins plus three oh, at the Bucks. I'm not. I'm not disliking it. I just Sunday noon on Fox. The Bucks are one and six against the spread in their last seven. The Redskins still four and two against the spread in their last six. I think the Redskins slow down this offense. I think they're still gonna be able to run the football. And I know the offensive line is is crap right now. It's rough. But man, I think the Bucks are really bad on. I mean, defense. if you're in shape at all and you're kind of a big dude, you should probably go to Washington. You you might get picked up, and you might be able to be successful against this Tampa Bay Bucks defense. Yeah, you might. You might. So, Bucks defense is bad. That's that's what I'm banking on is that Alex Smith is still going to be all right. He is a competent, capable quarterback. And and against the defense that has no, they look completely lost out there. So with them looking lost. I'm going with the underdog on the road. Give me the skins plus three. I don't. I don't dislike that pick. I actually. I like it a lot. I'm. I'm really scared of what the skins are going to look like with all of these injuries. That that's something that actually scares me. I, now, I, I can totally understand it. In saying that, we broke this down a little bit in the preview. Give me the Dolphins plus ten against the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> I, I think the Dolphins are a better football team than the Packers. Okay. I think aside from the quarterback. Now, the quarterback play is not measurable. Brock Osweiler, Aaron Rodgers. Like, like, they're not even playing the same game. Every other part of the game, I think the Dolphins are better than them. So, I'm not saying the Dolphins are going to win this game. Ten points is a lot in the NFL to lay. I don't know that the Packers – they're a three-win football team, man. Yeah. I, I don't. I just don't see why they get that much respect. I, I haven't understood it either. So I'm um, taking all of those points, and, and I might lose, but but I think I'm on the right side of where you're supposed to be in this game. That uh, that makes sense. 
That makes sense. Game number uh, four for me. I'm going to do it again. Okay. What did you do? Jags at the Colts. I'm taking the Colts minus three. Okay. That's Two bad football teams. Sunday, it's 12 noon, CBS. Look, the Jags are 0-4 against the spread. I said it before. Like, they are a dumpster fire right now. And when you find somebody that is bad, you bet against them every week until they buck you. Four straight losses. Four straight spread losses. Colts have got two straight covers and uh, two straight wins. They have put up 21-plus points on everybody but Philly. They're at home. They're feeling good about themselves. I think three points is way too little right here. I still don't think the Jags have got this figured out. It, Blake Bortles makes one mistake. Everything goes to crap. That's right. And you get the best quarterback in the game. Mm-hmm. So, my last pick, this one, you got to kind of hold your nose with a little bit. I'm 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 taking I'm taking the Buffalo Bills plus oh seven my and a half. God, wait, plus what? <laughs> seven and a half. God, I don't How think is that, that not the a double digit line. I don't think that the because Sam Darnold will turn the football over a lot. Yeah, he will a lot. I think the Bills are going to keep this thing close. Now they're bad. They're really bad. The Jets have been really bad too, though, man. I don't know that the Jets should be seven point favorite over anybody. I mean, you might be right, but like, I mean, I don't know that they should be seven point favorite they, over the Raiders. They have uh, they have demolished some teams, but they have no, not looked no, no, good no, no, as no, they of haven't. Late. They demolished the the Lions week one. Uh, they also beat the absolute dog piss out of the uh, Broncos. Oh, yeah, I forgot about thirty four to sixteen. Oh. Like they they have some games where they really oh. turn it on. So look I'm, with with Peterman and this defense ain't but bad. I mean, here's the deal. They went I ain't out trying got, to talk like, you out of it. I think they got Matt Bartlick. And, like, he didn't start last week because he um, he didn't know the playbook. That's fine. I think I would have started him over Peter and without knowing the playbook. It's fine. I think he's going to play this week. Yeah, that could be interesting. Okay. I mean, you, you might be look, on the right know, side look, here. It's, it's scary. Look, it, you can't say I'm betting on the Bills and but have like anybody take, on the, like, respect for It's like me betting on the Colts against the Jags. No, like, no, but you're betting against a bad team. I, the team you're betting with is – Got they're, Andrew Luck as your quarterback, well, and, okay? and they're looking better. I, there's a potential that I got Nate Peterman as mine. All right, <laughs> just, I I know that's bad. Look, I've pissed away money on. I don't know that it's dumber, but it's this is pretty dumb. That, but it's my pick, damn it. My last pick: the Lions at the Bears. Taking the Bears minus six and a half. Another nooner Sunday on Fox. Lions covered five straight before they lost their last two. Their offense has disappeared. That is not a good thing when you were going up against this Bears defense. The Bears have covered two straight. They are putting up points now. Like, they are finding the end zone. Trubisky is still not great, but he is serviceable. He is a a capable quarterback. He is very capable. They've got a lot of talent. So, and I I like this Bears team. I uh, I think they will seize an opportunity here. And I'm getting them for less than a touchdown. I think the Lions are really bad right now. My my problem with my my Bills pick is I had too many favorites, and I don't bet favorites ever. Yeah, and and I just I mean I got four favorites this week, I but I'm betting against my, bad teams. I couldn't talk myself into any of the other dogs. That's like, because scared, they're all bad teams. That's right. I'm I'm scared of I'm scared of Washington. I, I, I smartest almost, thing you can do as a gambler is bet against bad football teams. I almost bet on the Giants. I was like, no, I'd rather I'd rather take McDermott. And the Bills and that defense against a quarterback that's going to turn the ball over all day long then take my chances with this Giants team. I could definitely understand, especially since we don't know what Nick Mullins is, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I, if, if Mullins is great. We're going to recap them? Sure. 
I got Falcons minus four at the Browns. I got the Skins plus three at the Bucks. I got the Colts minus three at home against the Jaguars. I got the Bears minus six and a half at home against the Lions. I got the Chargers minus nine and a half at the Raiders. I got the Chargers minus ten at the Raiders. I got the Rams minus ten at uh, against the Seahawks. I got the Eagles minus six and a half against the Cowboys. I've got the Bills plus seven and a half at the Jets. And I've got the <laughs> Dolphins plus ten at the Packers. All right, that's going to wrap up this week's uh, it's week 10 NFL gambling picks. Don't forget, go into the contest over at winningcureseverything.com. Go to tunicatravel.com. Figure out uh, how you need to go place your wagers because we gave you everything you need to know to be a winner. Going down to Tunica, they got six awesome sports books. Tunicatravel.com has got all the information. I think that's going to wrap it up. College football week 11 big game previews brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six awesome sports books down there. They got the Fitz Casino, Hollywood, Samstown, First Jackpot, Horseshoe, Gold Strike. All the information that you need on all of those is over at tunicatravel.com. You can also go over to winningcureseverything.com. You can get in our picks contest there. You can also check out our picks and previews and everything else. Uh, we got awesome videos. We got podcasts. We got everything you're going to need if you're a football fan. So go check that thing out. Man, let's jump on in. Game on. number one. You ready? Yeah. We going to game day? We going to game day. Game day. Going to my table. Clemson Tigers. Minus 18. I've planted my flag in Boston. That's my town now. Minus 18 at the Boston College Golden Eagles. That number's gone up since we've... Uh, is it 20 now? It was 20 right before I started the podcast. I like that. 20. 20, 20. We right, do this so on we'll, Tuesday night. Okay. It's 20. So, Clemson minus 20. That is bonkers. I don't have the over-under. But that's okay. Saturday at 7 p.m. ABC. It's in Chestnut Hill. Whew. Uh, this may be the last chance that anybody has to, to beat, beat, to beat Clemson. Clemson. That's right. Um, I mean, maybe before South Carolina. Like it, nah, South Carolina ain't doing it this year. I mean, year. I like South Carolina a lot. I, but they, I don't they know. ain't beating they this Clemson. They don't have the dogs. They uh, just don't have the boys. Boston College, however, they've got the they got the quarterback. They got the running back. They got a good offensive line. They got a good defensive line. Do they have a good enough of any one of those to be able to keep this thing close? I don't know. Clemson's look like world beaters. That's and 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 they've been wrecking wrecking teams. But they've, but been, they've wrecking been wrecking really bad teams. Bad teams, though, yeah. man. Like. Like, I don't think NC State's a good football team. That's the only one that you can look at their record and say, well, NC State's not a bad team. I think Clemson's a good team. I think Clemson's own – I'm not Clemson. Sorry. Clemson's obviously a great team. <laughs> I think Boston College is a good team. Their own par with Syracuse. Syracuse went into your house at Clemson and gave you all you wanted. Now, obviously, Kelly Bryant had just transferred – Trevor Lawrence goes out with an injury. They're playing a third string, you know, true freshman. You're right. Like, there, there was a lot okay. going on there. But but Syracuse, like, manned up with them. That's right. Offensively, like went, Syracuse whenever, scored. They had no problem scoring on that great vaunted defense. Well, it, it, well, I mean, they only scored 23 points. But even still, like, they did score on them. We're not all Alabama game. We, we don't all hang 70 on everybody. Would, uh, okay, 23 I'm, points is kind of a lot of points. It's it's pretty good, yeah. It's Against good. what's supposed to be the first or second best defense in the country, 23 points a lot. And that's – I wonder about Boston College. Like, will they be able to put up enough points? Like, against somebody like Syracuse, even if you got your third-string quarterback in, 
You're supposed to be able to come in and dominate that game. That's right. Like, you just start handing it off. And that's what they did. Travis Etienne had over 200 yards rushing. He had a couple touchdowns. Like, that's that's what they did, but they didn't dominate it enough. That defense didn't stop them enough. What do you do here? That like, was, was at the, home. So that was, that was when everything was comfortable and everything's going your way and the weather well, was and, great. And I'll tell you this, Clemson is actually a little bit worse at home than they are on the road. Like, they cover a lot of these big-time spreads on the road. I think that's because of who they play on the road. I mean, it, yeah, it had something to do with it, but like, I mean, if you play the really bad teams when on they've the road, played and you these, play the tougher teams at home. Then when they've played these big time games on the road, they have often looked a lot better, right? Well, they didn't look a lot better last year when they played Syracuse on the road. Well, no. Okay. Kelly Bryant, or not? Yeah, Kelly Bryant got hurt in that game again. Like it, it Syracuse has benefited from some some crazy injuries. Uh, but that was like a Thursday night game on the road, short okay. week, just blah. Like, they didn't show up. I think Clemson might show up for this one. I'm not and saying it, they're not going to show up. And it terrifies me because I could totally see them coming out and, like, putting up 45 and giving up, like, 14. Oh, yeah. That's that's on the table as a possibility of what could happen. But. No, there's no there's no doubt on that. That's that's a possibility. It is entirely possible. I mean, it's but, a possibility that, that Boston College plays this to a stalemate and says, hey, Last man with the ball wins. And I could – to my game with picks. To my game with picks. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> you know it is. You know it's got to be in my game with picks. All right, all right. Game number two, Mississippi State at Alabama. Now, this wouldn't look like a big game. This is not a big game. But as far as ranked matchups go – Okay. Like they're, Alabama's they're number the one. And, well, no, Mississippi State will be like number 13 this week. Number 13, 14, 15, something like that. Okay. Whenever it all comes out. Uh, but they're going to be up there. I mean, they were 18 last week. With three losses? With three losses. Okay. Hey, but, I mean, it, I know the how rest, many teams don't have I, three I, losses? I know, that, I know that you fall – like, there's a big gap. Mississippi State's a good team. I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Mississippi State. There's just a difference in Alabama and everybody else. And it's not close. I do agree with that. It I do wonder what close. the – Mainly, like, obviously, these previews, we talk gambling, right? And so – Alabama, a 26-point favorite. It's a 2.30 game. It's the CBS game, Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa. 26 seems like it might be a lot. Well, I mean, if Vegas got the number right, then, yeah, some of these games that aren't good games we could talk about. Yeah. Um, But 26, like, that's about four touchdowns, and since Alabama can't make extra points, you know, you got to account for them not making two extra points. That's right. So, So you're talking four touchdowns and two missed PATs, can State score on this Bama team? I wonder how much the LSU game took out of Alabama. I don't think it took anything out of them defensively. I don't, I don't think, think those did. defensive players worked at all. I think they worked. I think it just wasn't. We watched different games. No, no, no. I mean, they, they worked because, like. Four guys in the backfield at the snap of the ball. <laughs> I mean, that's if, if that's work, two of them came untouched. Because the offensive line couldn't block anybody. Yeah, I mean that's yeah okay. I'm not I mean, obviously they did something. I obviously, mean, I, I'm not, I work it, and I I don't do a lot at my job, but I mean I call it work. Obviously, sure. I'm not going to bet on this one. What would the right play be if you're looking at it from I, from I, an unbiased I, I, the, perspective? The, the right play is Bama because I don't know that Mississippi State can score, and while Mississippi State's defensive front is real good, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. You can't. It's it's the same offense in the sense that it's what the Chiefs run, and we talk about that. Their offensive line doesn't have to – Alabama's offensive line is very good. But it didn't have to be great. 
because he's going to throw the ball in less than two seconds anyway. So yeah. even if the offensive line was garbage or not even there, and you just had somebody snap him the ball in shotgun, he can get it out faster than you can run through air and get to him. So yeah, it, doesn't, right. it doesn't matter how good their front four are. And their front four are going to all play on Sundays. Their front four are really good at Mississippi State. It, it just does not matter. Yeah, their their secondary is not where and, their strength is. And Alabama's defense is going up against a one-dimensional offense. LSU's not a good offense. Not a good one. But we weren't one-dimensional. Mississippi State is one-dimensional. They can only run the football and... They won't do that. Yeah, they, they may not be able to do that against this Alabama front. Sadly, that's just what it's going to be. This is, to me, the most uh, exciting game of the day. Game number three. Ohio State minus four at Michigan State. It's Saturday, 11 a.m. ESPN. It's in Spartan Stadium in East Lansing. Uh, I was going to tell you this in my gambling picks. Okay. Is this in yours? Nope. Okay. Um, I disagree with the most exciting game. Our our boys from Northwestern and Iowa might have something to say about that game. That's kind of a fun game. But I like Big Ten football. I like – No, no, no. I'm, yeah. I, look, I'm totally with you on that. I just – I don't know. Iowa coming off two straight losses. You know, Northwestern's five and four. Yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll get – it's in the, the honorable the, mentions. The winner of that is going to probably probably play for the – Well, no, because Iowa has three conference losses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so it doesn't even matter. So, I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. It's okay. uh, This one – Maybe not. I'm Ohio right. State, Michigan State. Michigan State has been playing a lot better here recently. Correct. A whole lot better. Uh, Ohio State, like, this is two teams kind of headed in different directions here. Can Mississippi State – Mississippi State. Can Michigan State's defense slow down Ohio State? I mean, they slowed down Purdue. Yeah. No. Ooh, okay. So, I mean, they held Purdue to 13 points. Uh, I think they might be able to get some turnovers here. You know, it's it's 11 a.m. And I don't trust on, Ohio State's defense at all, right? Like, we, we both kind of agree with that. Uh, we totally agree with that. Okay. We it, it, Like, Michigan State will be able to run the football. Yep. They're not a great offensive football team, but, but like, here's, this is not here's a good a defense or plan. So, Michigan State is somewhat like the Patriots, and, and hear me out here. Because depending on the week, like, whatever their strength is against your team, they are going to do that over and over and over. That's right? right. If they find something that works, most college coaches think, and most coaches in general, not just college coaches, they think, well, I've got to, I've got to call the whole playbook. Yeah. And, and, and you're right. And, if and Bill, Michigan if, State does If Bill says, I've got this one play and we get six yards every time we do it, he'll run that one play nine times. Yeah. Ten times, so, 20 times. And, and D'Antonio D'Antonio's is, kind of – you're right. That, so, that, that's, so that's how they're similar. Okay. Um, now, it, it, the the explanation for this or the reasoning behind it, like against Purdue, they ran for like 100 yards, but they passed for like 350, right? Damn. Well, last week against Maryland, they passed for 89 yards and run for like 260-something. Yeah, they something. didn't have to. They, they just didn't, controlled the game. And yeah. So, so at this point, like they will find what Ohio State's weakness is and completely exploit it. Well, on defense, our weaknesses a lot, and that's that's the thing, right? If Michigan State can keep Ohio State's offense off the field, yep. then Smart, we got a ball game. Smartest thing to do. So, uh, so yeah, that one's in my gambling picks. Go watch the college football gambling uh, picks Ohio for week number State, eleven. If for them to win, which they're the better team, they're the favorite. They, they've team. got more talent. They, for they're sure. far more talent. Like they. They just need to not make mistakes on offense and come up with some defensive stops. I'll, I'll tell you this. they my, got five stars all over that defense. How the hell they can't stop anybody, I don't know. My numbers 
have this, and this will give you a little bit of an idea of where I'm going. My numbers have this as Ohio State minus point two. Okay. So, and Vegas has them a four-point favorite. Four, four. On the road, 11 a.m., Spartan Stadium. Huh. Uh, number four, Auburn at Georgia. Georgia, a 14-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Saturday, 6 p.m., ESPN Sanford Stadium in Athens, Georgia. It is a night game. Georgia is feeling good about themselves, coming off of a big win in Lexington, Kentucky. Eh. Okay. Is there anything we can say about I mean, Auburn has looked all right the last two games. Auburn has looked way better than they have from week three to like week two weeks ago. Seven or eight. Yeah. You know, like, it, like in, week, in week, week nine one, or ten, Like week one, two, three, like they look like top four or five team in the country. Does the does the comeback win over A&M? Because they got – I mean, they were – I'm not gonna say dominated. No, they were they, like, they were down a lot, but they they were with A and M that whole game. I think that yeah. was a good game. They they were down for most of the ball game. They finally took the lead with like two minutes left. Does that kind of propel them here against a team that just embarrassed them in the SEC championship game, but that they embarrassed at home earlier the, than that? This is a rivalry game, and we will see. Do rivalry games really? Does the schedule do the, do the schedule does the record not matter? Do, everyone always says all these things like doesn't matter. <laughs> throw out the, the yeah, record. Throw book. out the record. Throw out you know who who's the better team on the field. Whatever this game matters, and so everybody shows up for it, yada yada. We'll kind of see if that's the case or not with yeah. with Auburn. Now if we'll Auburn say this like up, if people talk about uh, Georgia like ah they're just not as they're not as tough on the lines. Like we'll find out because Auburn's got some good line play. Yeah, I don't know that they're not as tough on the lines. I mean, I, I think their only loss they played a team that's pretty tough defensively on the line. Yeah, and I and mean, another problem was like it, with Georgia against LSU, they did not stick to the run. Right? No, they didn't. No, they didn't at all. Like you admitted as much. Yeah. Like why would you not handle well, the whole did. field every well, they, time? They, they they ran it with Swift a lot, and LSU had no problems tackling Swift. Yeah. Holyfield touched the ball eight times. He got eight yards every time he touched the ball. Eight times he finished sixty-four yards. I just I was and it ter- wasn't like it was one forty-some no, yard run. I was and- I was terrified every time he touched the ball, and I never understood why Kirby just doesn't give him the ball more. And like I still last, don't. I still week, don't know that against Kentucky. Oh, he last did. week. I mean, they, he handed it to both of them. That's right. They a shared bunch, it. Bunch. That's right. Ran for three hundred thirty-one yards. Swift is a great running back, but he just wasn't beating LSU. Yeah. You need somebody um, with power to do that. I am, I am curious about that. I mean, it's the Saturday night game on ESPN. I don't know that Auburn has the LSU power, though. I think Swift could run all over him just like Holyfield can. I think I think you might be right. I'm 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 I'm, exci- I'm I'm very excited to watch this game. Yeah, I'm I'm curious, and it might be over by halftime. And if it is, I'll, right. we'll flip we'll it back over to Clemson Boston find, College. Find another game. Uh, game number five. I figure you're gonna like this one. Okay, it's a Friday night game. Oh, yeah, I'm going to like this. Fresno State, minus three at Boise State. Friday, it's 9.15 p.m. Late game, ESPN2, Albertson Stadium in Boise, Idaho. Look, this Fresno, is going to be a great game. This is good. It, now, this one is in my gambling picks. Yeah. No, um, I'm not betting on this one. I'm watching But this, this will be a whole lot of fun to watch. Boise has not been as good as advertised Correct. this season. They But they've only got two losses. They're 7-2. and two. One of them was to, to – a. A, a Big 12 football team on the road. Yeah. So, uh, And the other one was to San Diego State. Yeah, and San Diego State's pretty good, too. Pretty good team. Um, you know, I, Fresno State has been lights out. 
Absolutely. Like Jeff Tedford. But you don't think there's any coming down to earth or there's any you're now not playing a pushover from the Mountain West like you normally do. This is another big boy in your conference. Uh, I'll say this. Fresno has covered like seven straight games. Okay. They are 20-3 and three against the spread in their last 23 games. Like, it doesn't matter who it is. Okay. It it doesn't matter. Um, not to, I mean, they look, they beat Boise to end the regular season last year. And then they lost to them 17-14 to 14 in the championship game the very next week. So, technically, this would be the revenge spot, I guess. Like, Boise got revenge for the regular season loss, and then... When you it, play a whatever. team every year, it's hard to figure it, out. And when you're playing them twice a year, it makes it even more that's, ridiculous. That's like right. Georgia and Auburn last year. It's crazy. So, um, yeah, like this should be very entertaining because Fresno State is – hold on, I got my Massey composite rankings here. Fresno is number 16 in the country in the Massey composite. They are efficient. They are excellent. They are well-coached. They got players – uh, their quarterback, you know, is a, a transfer from Oregon State, maybe? I think that's where he's from, like McCarrion or Mc, Mc, whatever his name is. I can try to look that up before you finish. Either I'm, way. I'm, I might not be there, though. Um, no, nah, nah, you ain't going to worry about it. We'll, okay. we'll get off this one pretty quick. But either way, Fresno State has got a great football team. But Boise, at home, a lot of seniors on this team. I still hate, hate their coach, Brian Harson. I think he is awful. Like, he's just he, – I don't think he's a good coach. He get, because he's the Boise coach, he gets brought up for all how, these big how openings. Did not, how did I know this? Have we, not, yeah. we haven't had this conversation I, before. Yes, we have, early oh. in the season. Early in the season. I might have missed because that. Because we were might talking – I might not have been listening. We had talked back and forth about it because I bet against them at Troy. Because I liked Neil Brown more than I liked well, yeah. Brian Harson. Well, yeah, but, okay, saying you like Neil Brown more than you like – you know, no, but I, I, I mean, I like no we can go back and watch and double check it. But uh, and and obviously, if you're on YouTube, you can go back and watch this too. I like, never knew I, this hatred existed. I, I, it's not, it is not a personal hatred. Okay, it is. You have got. Well, it's okay to hate it. it I mean, I do it in the group I, of five. I hate a lot of. Coaches. You have got the most resources of any coach in the group of five, and I mean, it, it is a town. It is a state. It is what that worships that football program. And he cannot figure out how to to consistently play well. Like he can't consistently coach his players up. And yes, I understand that that playing to a Chris Peterson level is just impossible, right? Because what he did that's is a, that's a lot to ask. But it, I'm telling you, man, like this this team should be better than they are. I did I did not know that this hate existed. Oh, it's it's there. Wow. It's real. And, I mean, you're seeing what Jeff Tedford is doing with Fresno State. And Fresno State was complete garbage when they hired him. Garbage. Yeah. Like, I, I know there are coaches better than him. It's just one thing to hate. It's, it is my hatred of his coaching ability. Oh, you can hate him. Cause like, it's look, okay to hate, Gary. He's, he's okay. the guy. That, all right, so Hugh Freeze goes like 11-2 and two or whatever at Arkansas State. Okay. And then Gus Malzahn comes in behind him and goes like 10-2. and two. And then Brian Harson comes in. Like, because this is all in a three-year span. Harson comes in for a year and goes like seven and four, seven and five, and then gets the Boise State job. It's like, what? It, like, I, it, how do you parlay that? And, and I understand Harson was a Peterson guy and he was at Boise State. Blah 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 blah. Either way, 
Uh, Fresno minus three at Boise. That is going to be fun See, to watch. You don't have to watch the gambling picks if you want to know where Gary's going to bet. <laughs> I will assure you of this. You should still go watch the you gambling picks. You can still picks. watch it. We'll uh, give you some other picks. Let's jump into the honorable mentions real quick. There's some, there's some more interesting games. Uh, Thursday night game, Wake Forest at NC State, 6.30 on ESPN. This, game. this uh, game is in my gambling picks. Okay, okay. Well, we'll go watch the gambling picks. Yeah. Next one up, Wisconsin at Penn State. Both teams have three losses. Whoever loses this has four losses on the year. That's big. Penn State's an eight-point favorite here. Uh, I just don't know what to make of Wisconsin, man. This game's in my gambling picks, too. All right. Texas at Texas Tech. Texas is currently... I wanted to bet this one. Texas is a two-point favorite at Texas Tech. Alan Bowman, British comedy legend, he <laughs> is out of this game. Uh, I don't know that he's still in the hospital, is he? I, 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 well, I don't know. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Either way... I know that he's not... Uh, yeah, all I cared about was, is he playing? Thoughts are with him. Uh, yeah. I, we don't want the kid completely well, no. hurt. I no, mean, he's I a true freshman. Yeah, no. Um, I don't, I'm not trying to be an asshole by saying I don't... Once I knew, he's not coming back to play football right now. Yeah, no, not right he's now. He's worried about other things, and that's all I cared about. Um, so, he is he's not playing, but Texas Tech, I mean, it's a night game in Lubbock. Texas coming off a uh, home loss to West Virginia. That could be very, very interesting. I mean, we saw what Texas Tech did against Oklahoma last week, and that was with Bowman out for the entire second half. I was about to say he didn't play the entire second half. Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. We got Bedlam, Bedlam. this weekend. Bedlam. I love the Bedlam game. Bedlam is a 17-and-a-half-point line for the Sooners, and it's in Norman. I I don't have a lot of faith in Gundy in this one. It's in my gambling picks. All right, I'm staying away from it. Northwestern. You can, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Northwestern at Iowa. Is this your gambling picks? No, I want it to so bad. <laughs> I want it to so bad. Now, I'll tell you this. I, I like both of these teams, so I stayed away from this. Iowa, I will be betting losses. on this game, but I'm not going to tell everybody else to. Uh, Northwestern. Go with my guys. Tough loss Chicago. at home. Yeah, ten points seems like a lot. Go with it? my guys in Chicago. That's out. Well, since you're not, since it's not the game of picks, Northwestern plus ten the right play. I I think so. I don't I don't know how Northwestern. I mean, this, I think this should be a close line. I think it should. I, like I really a, do 10. think these teams are pretty even. For, aside from my my just strange real like of Northwestern, I think Northwestern plays kind of everybody pretty close they don't get blown out a lot i mean they, no, they, they don't lost, blow anybody out they no nah, they don't blow anybody out they don't, they, please don't say that the notre dame lost because well, no that that was a, a loss by 10 points at home that's but, a top but, three but team in the country that's what i'm saying i was a three loss team in the country now i think i was really good but you got to go to kinnick yeah i think this is good anyway i'll be it, betting yeah. i'll be betting on boys in chicago evanston whatever <laughs> <laughs> last two oregon at utah Arizona State knocked uh, knocked Tyler Hundley out of the game, and he's out this week. Yep. So Utah has to go into this game against Oregon, still tied, like it's a four way tie in the Pac twelve South for the lead. <laughs> so is, so the, Utah needs to win this game. The Pac twelve is actually really entertaining. The Pac twelve South has been a lot of fun to watch. Yes, they're not great. Like this is not. There's you're no watching great team. A playoff team. But all of these games are a lot of fun. Well, because they can I, I all like, beat each other. That's right. I like these games. Last game, Will Muschamp heads back down to Gainesville against the Florida Gators, who gave up 38 points and got smoked by Missouri last week in Gainesville. Can Florida bounce back in this one? 
get, I'm trying to figure out is Florida gonna, you know, the line opened be spitting, at seven on this. vinegar and 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 come back firing. Or are they just whipped? Are they just done? Did Georgia break them? I will tell you this: if, if Georgia broke them, and Muschamp has an opportunity to just rub it in, he will. Yeah, I think he probably. But will. I don't know that South. Look, I no one loves South Carolina, South Carolina, Carolina have the more than I did before. That. They don't have the dudes, man. They're I like them a lot. I want them to be good, but they just don't have the guys. No, nah, I think uh, I think you're probably right on that. I'm now, staying did, away from. It. They I did put up 48 on Ole Miss last week, but, yeah, but that is Ole Miss. I mean, yeah, they're not a really good defense at all. I mean, it's a Big 12 team. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? I mean, yeah. If you took Ole Miss and you like flipped them and gave us Iowa State, like that's Iowa State plays right. SEC football. I think I think you're probably right on that, and I think Ole Miss would probably be like a oh they'd be awesome in the Big Twelve, be like a six seven win team right now. Oh yeah, no, they, they, might they be, got five they, wins right they now. Might be better than that. Um, they beat Texas Tech. Yeah, no, they did. They did neutral site too. No, huh? Okay. Uh, that is our college football previews for week 11. That's it. We gave you everything you need to know to go be a winner down in Tunica, Mississippi. So get down there, get some action in. You want to find more information on all their sports books, go to tunicatravel.com. You can find our picks, our previews, our YouTube stuff, everything else over at winningcureseverything.com. Hit that subscribe button if you're on YouTube or on the podcast. College football week 11 gambling picks. Brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sports books down there. They got the Fitz Casino. They got the first jackpot casino. They got Samstown, Hollywood, Horseshoe, Gold Strike. All these wonderful places. We've been to all of them. Would you agree they're wonderful? Oh, no, they're all fun. They're they all are great. They are incredible. Very nice stuff. going down. Good you people. can find more information on it at tunicatravel.com. Over at winningcureseverything.com, you can find our football picks, along with our picks and previews and whatever. Uh, but our football picks contest. Last week, Lee B. from Madison, Alabama, he went 8-2. It's pretty good. No, it's pretty, pretty good. He, uh, he won strong. the tiebreaker. He got two free nights at Samstown. He got two free buffets over at Fitz Casino. It's good stuff. You could win it this week. So, let's go ahead and jump into this. Last week, I went 3-4. and four. I had a nice nice run going. Now you were rolling, man. I was rolling, but I, I took some uh, some risks last week. I learned from my mistakes. I might have taken some more risks this week, though. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they might hit for me. You went 5-2 and two last week, finally got off, off the schneid. the schneid. That's what we call that. 10-2 and two yeah. between college and pros. Not too shabby. Made some cash this week. I am 37-32-1 in college overall. You are 33-36-1. All you need is one more good week, one and more you good will week. be there. Our goal, by the way, is to be over 52% by the end of the year. Well, I mean, Typically, my goal is to win as many games as I can win. Well, yes, but it, the the breaking point is obviously over 52% because that's about what it takes for you to make money on these things. So we obviously are interested in making money. I'm, I'm also going to bet on teams I like and that's a bet good point. against teams I hate and try to have fun. Yeah. Like that's it's a lot of fun. I got a I got a job. For me making fun I don't do this for a living. For me making money is more fun than but like I'll just stay away from teams I hate. No, man, no. That's fun to bet on teams you hate. (laughs) More fun than betting on teams you like. If you were watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, come into the comments, hang out, 
leave a comment. We will always reply, or at least we yeah, will we try. try. Yeah. We will try to always reply. Uh, we have a good time in there, so toss them in. Give us your picks. Uh, if anybody can beat us three weeks straight, we'll bring you on the show. We'll call in. Whatever you need to do, we'll bring you in. If you can beat us three straight weeks, but leave those picks in the comments, all right? Game number one for me. Okay. Friday night. I got the Bulldogs. No doubt about that. Fresno State minus three at Boise State. Brian Harson sucks as a coach. <laughs> Friday, 9, 15 p.m. It is on. I put CBS on this. I think it's ESPN 2. I don't I know what it is. God, I hope I got the rest of these right. Jeez, Louise. I don't, I, I'm not going to tell you what channel it's on. Either way, it's ESPN 2. Metrics have Fresno State minus 3.3. That has not mattered at all in the past, like, two and a half years. Fresno State is 20-3 and three against the spread in the last 23 ballgames. Boise, 2-4. and four, or Sorry, 2-4-1 and one against the spread since their first two games this year. Basically, Oklahoma State broke them. That's basically what happened. Fresno, 7-0 against the spread in that same span. Look, three points ain't enough. I understand it's on the blue turf. It don't matter to them Bulldogs. Let's roll. Did you say Oklahoma State? Did Did you embark the? I, uh, I did. The, I, the mullet. The, I brought the, up the, the mullet. I brought up the Gundy. Let's go to Bedlam. <laughs> I'm going to take all 18 of those points at Oklahoma's lay. Okay. Give Give me Oklahoma State plus 18. I'm taking all those points. I don't know that they can beat this Oklahoma team. They're real good at football. But I think they're going to be close. This is one of those times where I think you can throw the records out, you can throw the teams out, because I don't think Oklahoma is that much better than Oklahoma State. Here's why. They don't play defense. Because they don't play defense, Oklahoma State can score them just as much as you score. And Oklahoma State, not a terrible defense. Not a terrible defense. That's right. This will be one of the better defenses Oklahoma plays all year. Yeah, there are times that, remember the – I don't think they're going to stop Our our boy that came over from Duke, the defensive coordinator, um, he likes to to rush. He likes to bring pressure. Uh, Kyler Murray, like, yes, he can get away from stuff like that, but, man – Listen, your throws aren't nearly as accurate when you're on the move. I, I, I think 18 points is just too much. I could uh, I could roll with that. Game number two for me, Saturday, 11 a.m. on Fox. Early game, Ohio State at the Michigan State Spartans. Michigan State plus four is my play. It's two teams going in different directions. The metrics have Ohio State favored by 0.2 points. Does that sound like four to you? That No, it doesn't sound like four. That's not four. Michigan State is 3-1 and one against the spread in the last four. That only loss was to Michigan. And who was it a doozy? Um, since Urban Meyer has returned, they covered against Tulane in that first game. Five straight spread losses under Urban Meyer. Not a good thing. Michigan I, State, I'm getting them at more than a field goal here. Give me the Spartans plus four. I, I, may, I may have, but I mean I do have money on the Spartans money line already. Oh, yeah. No, that's I, I, that's absolutely I, I, happening. I think they got a chance to win this game. Next game up. Now, I like betting money line dogs. That, we all know that. You won big with, uh, with Herm I, last week. I don't know that I'm going to bet money line on this game, but give me my Boston College going up against Clemson. Clemson coming into town. Look, I got him at 20 points. It's 20 points. Now, I know that Clemson's been beating the hell out of everybody. But none of those teams, not a single one, ne'er a team they've played is anywhere close to as good as Boston College. 
They're just not. I don't know that Boston College can win mm. this game. I would love to see it be close enough for them to win this game. I would love for them to pull out a huge upset. I don't need them to. I just need them to not get boat raced, man. Game day is going to be there. This this might be the biggest crowd in BC history. Like I've got the same game at the same point spread. I got I, Boston I, College plus twenty. I Metrics. Think, I think this is. Oh, look what they did to Florida State. Look, Those teams are garbage. Yeah, Louisville. those are bad. Louisville might be the worst team in, in college football. And this is a Saturday night in Chestnut Hill with a team that's playing pretty well. Uh, the Metrics have got Clemson by only 17. I, I was going to say, oh, that doesn't so, make me feel good then. Well, but still. I think it's going to be closer than that. I mean, I, th- I think I this think could be, be a 10-point game. Boston College has covered four of the last five against Clemson. Boston College is 3-0-1 in their last four as a home underdog. And BC is 8-1-1 against the spread as an underdog since 2016. Steve Adazio, he got some dudes. Well. They got some dudes. A.J. Brown, A.J. No, Dillon. This is Look, a good they, they, got a, they got a quarterback that can run around, that That's can right. get away from that pressure. They, he, I'm telling you. He and Dylan can make some things happen. I agree. They got a good enough defense. I would love to see them be able to win the game. I don't need now, them to. Now, you I see how fired up we are, and we both got money on Boston College plus Now, 20. last week, the only, the only two games <laughs> I lost, the only two games I lost were the two games we agreed on. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, I was a little irritated about that. That, 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 that scares me a little bit. My next pick, I haven't done this in a while, and I feel like I just should. I, I, I just woke up this morning – before I even looked at lines, I didn't know the number. I said, I'm going to bet on Mike Leach. I think, <laughs> I think I'm going to bet on Mike Leach this week. I just – I love the man. I haven't bet on him enough this year in the podcast. Now, I pretty much have money on him every week. And and he's been good to us. He's just so great for, La- for college Last football. week was a, a – uh, uh, it's okay. Like a, whatever, a, pa- yeah. a Pac-12 like after dark kind that's, of game. Well, and that's one of those. Okay, so he and gets, it, and it he gets a letdown. They game. were they were eight and zero against the spread, that's right. and then they let one get away from them at home. Less than a touchdown against Colorado. Well, Colorado ain't a world beater. What? Uh, what good? Would you get that line? Up? I got them at six. Washington State minus six. Okay. I got them at six. I just woke up this and I didn't know the. I, I tell you this, I didn't even know they played Colorado. I didn't know who they played. I just knew they were playing. I knew it wasn't on by. And I just woke up this morning. And I said. I think I'm going to go bet on Leach. I also have Washington Holy State minus crap. six. Oh, God, I'm going to lose this game. At Colorado. be so mad. Saturday, 2.30 p.m. on ESPN. We, metrics, should, we should probably talk about this more often than we yeah, do. The metrics have Washington State minus eight. Colorado has four straight losses there, one and three against the spread. The only cover was against Washington, and they still lost that game by 14. So, you know, whatever. That's right. Washington State should bounce back after that close call against Cal. Colorado's LaVisca Chenault is still out. Oh, yeah, they have not, not won a single game without him. They can't – like, their offense is almost non-existent in cases without him. I I love – I mean, Colorado gave up 41 points basically all in the second half to yep, Oregon to State. Oregon State, yeah. Not bad. Listen, Oof. Gary Gary gives you lots of analytics. He's going to give you logic and reasoning – I live my life with logic and reasoning. I don't need. I just literally woke up and said, "I miss my friend Mike. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna bet on him." So he, uh, we're, we're going the same way though. Next, next. Now this has a little bit of logic and reasoning. I, I kind of think the wrong team is favored here. I got Wisconsin plus ten at Penn State. I think this Penn State team is reeling. 
I don't know how good they are. And I, I well, maybe Wisconsin shouldn't be favored on the road at Penn State because that line got up to ten. Oh, I got them. At, I got them at eight. Did I say ten? Yeah. I, I've just like okay. It's eight. I was looking okay. at a number under it and said ten. So I just I'm an idiot. Gotcha. All right. So plus eight. Yeah. I like Wisconsin. I like Wisconsin a lot. I think they're going to keep this game close. I think they can win. Not. I don't think they can win the game. I'm. I. I think they're going to win the game. Like I will have money line on this. I love that the number's eight. I, that means I'm getting good value on. You're money getting line. real, real good value. Uh, let's see. Game number. I don't even know what we're on. Um, game something. Virginia Tech at Pitt. I'm going with Pitt minus two and a half. Saturday at 2.30 p.m. It's on ESPNU. Pitt has covered four straight against the spread. Virginia Tech, on the other hand, has lost four straight against the spread. The metrics have got Pitt minus six and a half on this one. I think Pitt is playing really, really well. They've got a good running game right now. I agree. They're at home. Virginia Tech is completely lost on both sides of the ball. Like, I love this here. Pitt is one of those, like, downhill, like, run it right at you type of teams. And Virginia Tech obviously has had a lot of trouble with that, uh-huh. with Georgia Tech uh-huh. and uh, uh, Boston College last week. Right. Look, uh, Virginia Tech on the road, I, I, I got to go against Fuente. Like, I make it five straight losses against the spread for them. I got the Pitt Panthers at less than a field goal, minus two and a half. I, I couldn't do it. I, God, I almost bet Pitt, too. But I just I, – look, I got off of West Virginia – and I bet against them last week. That's the giving them the stern look, letting them know I'm not happy. But but I, I can't leave them. I can't leave them. So I'm just, just staying away. My next game. I've done really well just fading bad teams. Give me give me Notre Dame minus 17 and a half against Florida State. Florida State is an absolute garbage football team. Anybody who 17 thinks, and a half? I got them 17 and a half. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what what it was. What it used no, to no, be. No, no, no. It's all good. That's what it was this morning or this evening, right before we picked. I, I, I think Notre Dame is a good team. I think they have the capability to beat up on any team that they want. Well, not maybe not any team they want, but these bad teams, they don't beat them real bad. I think some of that is out of respect. I don't think they will have because of the history <laughs> of Florida State and who is on the front of their jersey. I don't think they'll have any respect for them. I think if they can beat them by 30, they'll beat them by 30. I can understand that. If they beat them by 50, they'll beat them by 50. I'm going down to Louisiana. Okay. East Carolina at Tulane. Tulane minus 13 and a half. Saturday at 3 p.m. It's on ESPN News in case you want to turn it on on there. Metrics have got Tulane minus 16 and a half. Tulane's covered two straight, and they smashed South Florida last week in Tampa 41 to 15. East Carolina, 0-5 against the spread in their last five. Tulane, they will muscle these dudes around. They're going to push them around. Look, New Orleans, it feels like a pretty good place right now. Tulane is going to get it feeling even better. Tulane minus 13.5 over East Carolina. I got Tulane minus 13.5 over East Carolina. God, we got three of the same picks this week. So far. I got three more to go. I don't know where you're at. I I like this Tulane team. I think – I love them at home, but but even on the road, like the triple option that they run travels. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter. They don't need yeah. a home field advantage to to beat you up with that. Your crowd noise isn't going to mess them up. That's just how they run the football. You got that right. And I think they're going to run it all over East Carolina. Oh, I yeah. should have been fading East Carolina far before I got on it last week. Game number seven for me. My last game. How did how did you get that much ahead of me? 
I'm not that much ahead of you. You got Boston College, oh, Tulane, I, I Washington just, State, Notre Dame, Wisconsin, and Oklahoma I just State. wrote down a lot of games. Uh, yeah, you did. I know that Good I have gracious. a lot more games left. Uh, last game for me, game number seven, LSU minus 13.5 at Arkansas, Saturday, 6.30 p.m. on SEC Network. Yes, it's in Fayetteville. I understand that. But the metrics have LSU minus 21.5 in Ed Orgeron's two appearances against Arkansas. 38-10, to 33-10. Arkansas had four straight covers before last week where they lost 45-31 to 31 at home against Vanderbilt. That was That was two weeks ago. LSU is going to be pissed off. That's right. They they typically are after the Alabama game. They're going to get right. They're going to get right. Arkansas, they will manhandle this Arkansas team. Yeah. So that they, offensive line didn't look good at all. They they're about to look real good. Yeah. The, the look look for like 270, 300 yards rushing. rushing. Oh no, they're like going to run the football and and, run it, and Arkansas and run it, and will not be more. able to do anything in this game. LSU. Big, big, big here. Thirteen and a half ain't near enough. That makes me smile. I appreciate you doing that. It's nice. Golly, I got three games. I don't even know which one I want to pick. I'm going to pick. Uh, la la la. Well, give the one you like the most, then give a couple links. I don't. I don't know that I. I like. It. That's the problem is I don't like any of them the most. <laughs> um, but I like them. I like them all. Uh, give me Temple. I like. I like Temple. I'm going to go with the team I like the most. Okay. How about that? Not. I like the bet the most. I just like this team more than all the rest of them. I like Temple. Got plus four and a half at Houston. Houston's a really good team. Okay, Houston scores a whole lot of points. Now, up until last <laughs> but week, their defense also gives up a whole lot. Up of until points. last week, when when they got whipped whipped up on by SMU, um, things just things just started changing. I don't know how they're going to react to that, but what I do know is this: I try to watch my tip. Ain't no bitch. Okay, <laughs> Temple ain't gonna let you just push them around. This yeah. might be one of the t- look. They don't have the dudes to be big, big, big boy football. But don't tell them that. This yeah. this Jeff might Collins, be good coach. This might be one of the toughest physical teams in the country. I like watching Temple play football. Um, they they can score with anybody, and I think they can make a some the stops that they need to make. I, I like. I can understand. I it. like Temple. I got them at plus four and a half. Houston, Not bad. Houston might score a bunch of points. The other two that I was going to pick between is I like Duke plus ten, a uh, minus ten and a half against North Carolina. That's betting against a bad team, uh, and I like Duke a lot. And then I got Wake Forest plus seventeen against NC State. And that's your Thursday night game. I know that's my so. Thursday night game. I I just don't see that. I don't. I don't. It get seems it. like a lot of points, NC especially State, after after Wake Forest like. NC Their State offense kind of exploded against Louisville. NC State's played nobody. Nobody at all. They played one good team. That team destroyed them. Now, well, okay, now hold on. They they did beat Boston College. Well, okay, yeah. Oh, God. I mean, they beat Boston College 28-23. No. So, no. now that was without A.J. Dillon. Yeah, but it didn't matter. Boston College is a better team than that. Look, I know this. I don't think the 20 points better than Wake Forest. Okay? No, I, I you give me, se- you give me 17 and a half. I think Wake Forest can score. That means you got to score a lot to get outside of 18 on them. Yeah, I could see that. So, anyway, those are just – you don't have to take those two freebies. We want to recap it. They're not going in the column? Yeah, sure. All right, I got Fresno State minus three. I got Michigan State plus four. I got Pitt minus two and a half. Washington State minus six. Tulane minus 13 and a half. LSU minus 13 and a half. And Boston College plus 20. Got Boston College plus 20. I got Oklahoma State plus 18. I got Washington State minus 6. Wisconsin plus 8. Notre Dame minus 17 and a half. Tulane minus 13 and a half. And Temple plus 4 and a half. You know what I should have done? 
What's that? Should have taken two of those had I known what you had bet and just swapped out two of the ones we like to see. I do. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Everything's all good. We gave you what you need to be a winner. Go down to Tunica, Mississippi. Put some action in on your favorite plays. Tunicatravel.com has got all of the information for all six of their awesome sports books. Don't forget, football picks contest over at winningcureseverything.com. Check that thing out. And, again, leave your picks in the comments. Help yeah. us out. If you do it three, three weeks in a row and you Three beat weeks us, in a row. Look. You beat us, we're going to bring you on the show. Gary's tough to beat. Me? Nah, I hadn't been so much. That, but here's the thing. You got to beat both of us. Yeah. Well, That's, well, my problem is this. Well, not my problem. Your problem is this. I'm either going to be real easy to beat that week or I'm going to be real hard. Yeah. I've, he's I've he's either had a couple of six and one weeks. Six and one, five and two. Yeah. Or I've been. Or he's been like one and six. One and six, two, two and, and five. five. Yeah. yeah. Roundabout. So Round I'm either going to be easier or hard. All right, don't forget tunicatravel.com and winningcureseverything.com. College football, November 3rd. No, November 5th. November 5th, playoff ranking. November 6th, playoff ranking reaction. How do we not know that? That's crazy, right? This is the playoff ranking reaction show for November 6th. Let's go on and jump into this bad boy. We're going to take them five at a time. Okay. Like we did the last time. Number bottom. Number 25, Washington. Number 24, Auburn. Number 23, Fresno State. 22, Iowa State. 21, Iowa. Uh, Look, Washington is number 19 in the Massey Composite. Auburn is 27 in the Massey Composite. Fresno State is 16. Iowa State is 24. Iowa is 18. Any problem with any of those? Well, I, I have a problem with one that's in the middle. And and it's it, but all of those the way they are. No, I mean I I do think Fresno State should be up there a little higher. Um, here's 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 a problem that let's let's address or talk about before we get into this because it's going to carry throughout everything else. The logic and reasoning for all of these things changes depending on what the team is. Okay, yes. so like I I fully understand all of the people who get on me about UCF. Okay. And how if they played head-to-head against all of these teams with three or four losses, they would lose. And so, therefore, you can't rank them higher than them. I, I understand all that. But but then they take another mediocre bad team that has nothing but losses, wins against bad teams, and one win against a good team, not a great team, and and they throw them way higher than they should be. Everybody below them. I would pick to win the game. Not be favored. Not not just like like cover a spread, but win the game outright. Over. Well, we'll get to who you're talking. I know exactly who you're talking about. But we'll get to them. This lot early. right here, I think some of these guys should be higher than this. I mean, I know that that like Fresno State, I do think should be higher. Yeah, I here, think they should be here higher. are the four teams in the Massey Composite top twenty five that were left out. So okay. the Massey Composite, for those that don't know, MasseyRatings.com, they have a it's a hundred and ten different computers that all have their own analytic system, da 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 and they just average it all up. Correct. And these are actually the best teams in the country by the numbers. Number 20 in that is Missouri. Now, they've got four losses. It's tough to justify them being in here. No, But they are like two plays away from being 7-2. and two. This is my issue, though, is, is I think some of these four-loss teams maybe are, better, loss, are, than, are better than a lot of these other teams. They lost early or they lost – you know, big games against like like the game against well, Alabama. Missouri like, yeah. played Alabama and Georgia. Yeah, like like that's tough. Like you're gonna have some and losses. They, they when lost you the run last second game to uh, or last yeah last second uh, loss to Kentucky. Kentucky. 
You know? Yeah, like you're going to have losses when you play some of these teams. And they I, just I like Florida. I like Temple. I And I'm super biased. I know they've got early losses to bad programs that they should not have. Now, Temple is number 57 oh, in the sure. composite. Oh, no. Well, I mean, you can't have a loss to Villanova and be in the top 25. Yeah. But I, I'll tell you this right now. There's a lot of teams in the top 25 that Temple's better than. Today. I, I think today, I could get down with that. they're better than those teams. I, I think I could definitely get down with that. Um, so, it, it, the four that were left out of the Magic Composite, like out of the top 25, number 20, Missouri, number 22, Utah. Now, I could see leaving Utah out because Tyler Hunley's out. And, and so, they've got three losses that might would have been enough to stay in other than the fact that Hundley is out, right? Uh, number 23, Utah State. Utah State is... Their only win over a winning team this year was against Hawaii. Yeah, you can't do that. Numbers and Hawaii's wise, not though, a good team. Numbers, numbers wise, Utah State is light years ahead of everybody. They're eight and one right now. They are steamrolling teams. Like they are just killing them. Um, they lost. Like had they won that early game at Michigan State, like I could, they would definitely be in the conversation. Well, yeah, but then that's a that's a big win though. That that'd be a nine and zero team. Right. Uh, and then number twenty five is South Carolina. And so, you know, take with that what you will. They're five and three. Uh, should maybe be six and three. They had a game canceled because yeah, of the hurricane. Correct. So six and three. Uh, but they're they're number twenty five. So let's before we get into the CFP top twenty, uh, the show is as always brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six awesome sports books down there. They got the Gold Strike, Horseshoe, Samstown, Hollywood, First Jackpot, and Fitz Casino. You can find all the information on those over at tunicatravel.com. You can watch them wager on any of the games, college or pro, down there Saturday, any in and out of the week. Doesn't matter what night it is. Go down to Tunica, do that thing. Also, football picks contest over at winningcureseverything.com. Our podcast, our YouTubes, our picks, our previews, different articles that we write, everything is over there. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Check that bad boy out. Next batch. Penn State at number 20 after a just beat down to Michigan. Uh, Penn State is number 20, but they are number 13 in the Massey Composite. Texas at number 19, they are number 26 in the Massey Composite. Michigan State is number 18, they are number 15 in the Massey Composite. Boston College, they are 7-2, and two. they are 17, but they are 28 in the Massey Composite. Mississippi State, number 16, they are. They got three losses. I understand that. They're six and three. They're number twelve in the Massey Composite. Any problem with any of those? No, I don't think so either. No, I'm good with. I'm good with all of those teams. I like. I like all those. Teams. I think they're good. I think they're good college football teams. I'm glad that they're not just sticking to rating uh, to to records. I I do like that. Um, however, once you get towards the top, kind of feels like they might be sticking to records. You know, like this whole batch of teams. Penn State, Texas, Michigan State, Boston College, Mississippi State. Boston College has two losses, but they haven't played near the schedule that Mississippi State has. That's Mississippi right. State has three. Right. You know, it makes makes sense. Uh, the next batch, next five, 15 is Florida. They're 17 at the Massey Composite. Number 14 is NC State. They're number 21 at the Massey Composite. Number 13 is Syracuse. They're 29 at the Massey Composite. Number 12 is your boys, UCF. They are actually 10 at the Massey Composite. Yeah, I can't believe after some of the carnage that happened this week in college football that they didn't get bumped up. 
Um, and but that's not the one that are we done? Uh, Kentucky is no, number eleven. That's right. We get to eleven. Yeah, Kentucky okay. is number eleven, and they are number eleven at the Massey Composite. So, so what? What I think about this batch is, is the NC State one is the one that I literally every team below them in the top twenty-five, I think, can beat them. I know they got a win over Boston College. I think they were at home for that one. I think. I think. I think. Right now, you play that game. I think Boston College can hang with them. Well, Boston College had AJ Dillon out. I think. Yeah. Every team below them, every one of them, can and would beat them if they played. I, I think I would agree That's with that. That's my problem is why are they up so high? Yeah, they, they've only got two losses. I, I get that, man. But they haven't beaten anybody. So if we're going to say UCF hadn't beaten anybody, what the hell? UCF's beaten just as many people as, as them, more. they got no losses, and they don't move up. They're only two spots away from NC State. And Kentucky with two losses. Uh, now, granted, Kentucky's two losses no, two were... two losses big boys. Yeah, no, they, Texas they, A&M yeah. and uh, this past Georgia. week to Georgia. No, no I'm not... I, I think they probably should have fallen a little farther, but I'm not beating up Kentucky at all. I mean, they're, no, a, they're Kentucky, a good team. They're Kentucky a was team. nine last week. They dropped two spots. Yeah. That, that I mean, a loss to Georgia, that makes sense, right? Dropping them out of the top ten is the right thing to do. I would have UCF above them. But that doesn't, you know, it's just the logic. Do you think they would beat UCF head-to-head? A lot of people probably do. Yeah. I don't know that I agree with that, and that's okay. We're never going to find out because they'll never play. But the the issue that well, I have— Well, we don't have, know that. Well, maybe. The, the issue <laughs> that I have is what is the argument for some of the other teams that haven't played anybody but have a really good record and we have them abnormally inflated? That's now, I, my That's my issue with the whole thing. You change the rules based. You look at the team and you say, "I'm going to make this argument." Who uh, who does NC State have left on their schedule? You you keep talking. And I'll I, I will. Uh, I think that they might have Syracuse bumped up because Syracuse next week plays against Notre Dame. So I think a lot of these are like setting up matchups. So this you week, know how much I hate that. Though. I know. I know. I know. Uh, this week Georgia and Auburn play, and then Clemson and Boston College play. Wow. And. Wow! All right, who's who's NC, NC State? NC State's going to finish five with 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 two losses, and that's it. NC State plays Wake Forest this week, Louisville, North Carolina, and East Carolina. They're going to, but who who have they beaten? Uh, they've beaten Florida State. Terrible, terrible football team. They got hammered by well. They, they got they, beat by Syracuse. They barely and beat Boston College after they knocked the quarterback out. Which, but okay, no, that's not, a, not the not the quarterback. But yeah, yeah but, but that's a good win. That's a good win. I'm giving them complete credit for that. They beat in Virginia. Yeah, Virginia, get yeah, good win. Throw, good win. Oh, uh, it's okay win. Careful. Beating Marshall. Woo. The Virginia, the West Virginia game got canceled. Yes, it did. Congratulations to you, North Carolina State. They beat Georgia State and James Madison. They've got a good win and an okay win. That is it, and they're going to finish with only two losses. That's crazy. And we're going to have them in the top ten before this damn thing's over with. No, no. That's just It's just garbage. Yes, they are because they want to inflate the ACC rankings because everybody else in the ACC is getting beat up. Clemson's going to beat Boston College, which is going to knock them out of the top 25 probably because that's what they do. And – I don't know, man. I just don't. I just don't like when they single-handedly pick a team. If you're gonna say UCF doesn't belong because they can't beat these other teams and they haven't played anybody, then why UCF wins are better than that? I assure you of that. 
Let's move on to the next batch. Number 10, Ohio State. They are number 9 at the Magic Composite. Number 9, West Virginia. They are number 8 at the Magic Composite. Number 8, Washington State. Now, they stood, they, they stood firm. And it, with a close win over Cal. So, obviously, there was a little bit of respect there. They're, they're number 14 at the Magic Composite. Number 7, LSU Tigers. They didn't drop far. With, with two losses, they dropped from 3 to 7. That's a lot of respect for Alabama. And I, I can get down with that. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I didn't um, have them in my top ten because I just thought there there's some teams with, with one loss that are better than that. Uh, number six, Oklahoma. They are number six at the Massey Composite. Any problems there? No, I mean, I don't have any problems with any of that. I, th- I think I think we're getting to a point where I think all of these teams are, are pretty damn good. Yeah, I think I agree I think LSU's that. the worst offense left in all of this bunch, but I, I think their defense is pretty elite level against everybody they, in the country. I will say this, they are Not doing a Alabama obviously. They they're doing a good job of keeping teams that beat other teams ahead, ahead of them. Of them. I, I, so, I do kind of like that if you're head to head with somebody. Yeah. But you've got to have everything else too. Like you can't say I know I'm I know I'm beating the dead horse with NC State. But you can't say well they beat Boston College so we got to keep them ahead of them. I don't know that you do. I, I just don't know. Look at the Boston College wins as opposed to your wins. Well, I mean, it, if you look at Massey Composite, like mm-hmm. NC State is 21, Boston College is 28. Yeah. So, like, it, it, it but makes this, sense. Uh, well, okay. So, but, so uh, NC listen, State over Massey BC. Composite's not always right either, though. No, 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 it's not. I mean, it's, it's, not. Been, it's been pretty far off, too. Um, I will say this. like, So, they've got, uh, they've got Kentucky over Florida. they got Florida over Mississippi State. they got Mississippi State over Auburn. Uh, well, they don't have Auburn. over LSU. Uh, huh? They don't have Mississippi, uh, Florida over LSU. No, but they got that. But win. they can't. Um, well, because Florida's got three losses. Okay, well, they got know. one extra loss though. That's, I mean, yeah. it's not a lot. I mean, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, now at that point, I mean, you can't. I mean, they just got beat at home by 21 to Missouri. Like it, it's impossible. I, I, look, I don't think they belong there. I'm just saying. You you got Michigan State at 18. You got Penn State at 20. Uh, you got Penn State over Iowa. 20 and 21. You got Iowa over I, I Iowa State. I think Michigan State should be rated a, a lot higher than that. <sighs> Man, I don't know. I mean, Michigan State, they're, they're number 15 in the composite. Mm, I don't know, man. I mean, they're 6-3. They're and three. Like, where where would you have them? 14? Like, 13? I guess, I guess over NC State and Syracuse, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm sure if I like, don't know, they, maybe maybe not against Syracuse. I, I I like Dino Babers. I like Syracuse. Maybe I'm wrong. Go ahead. I think I like it. I've beaten if, the NC State thing enough. We don't if, have to if keep Michigan State up. goes and beats Ohio State this weekend. Well, then, no, then they're gonna yes, vault. you're gonna see some. No, then they're gonna vault. They're gonna go way over 18. Yeah, I think I agree with no, that. No, I, I think they're vaulting a lot of spots. All right, so the top five because we'll have a lot of three loss teams. Then I mean, just yeah. a. A, a litany of three loss teams. Then. But Ohio State still won't be a, a three loss. Well, no, team. they won't be a three loss team, but they're going to fall. Be, yeah, they'll fall pretty far. They'll fall really far, actually. Um, let's see. Top five. Number five, Georgia. They are number three at the Magic Composite. That didn't surprise me at all. Michigan, number four. They are four at the Magic Composite. Number three is Notre Dame. They are number five at the Magic Composite. Number two, Clemson. Number one, Alabama. Those are the the right numbers yeah anything there no not really nothing i think i mean that i think that's the five best teams in the country i think i agree with you 
I've I've heard a lot of people giving me Oklahoma, and and they're they're good. They're a really good football team. Well, the the only top twenty five team that Oklahoma has played so far, they lost to, and that was number nineteen Texas. They they got no other top twenty five. And Texas is a three loss team. And so in the Massey composite, Oklahoma has beaten number. Uh, let's see. Number 38, Texas Tech. Number my my problem wow. with my problem with oh yeah, see, it's bad. I mean, it's really bad. I mean it, well, they it, beat number, Army. Oh, Army 31. Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh TCU number 60. Yeah, that's the next that's the next one. Uh Baylor number 63. Yeah. Yeah. So so this is my problem with Oklahoma, is they haven't they haven't really played you know they, you know and they've been crazy? tested a lot about this like the Big 12 is still the number two toughest conference how oh well I guess West Virginia being up at number eight probably helps that but that is okay they got one team uh, the Big how's the Big 10 not they got two top 10 teams Big 10 is number three how's the Big 10 not better well, than the probably Big 12 probably because Rutgers is number oh, because 117 the, because the that's so but okay so that's that none of that matters then let's see who else because once you get to the bad teams if if your bad team is number 60 and another team's bad team is number 120 like that doesn't matter they're still terrible I mean I'm with you so, but I, I'll, I'll say this the uh the Big 12 does not have any they don't have any teams in the Bottom 100. They got Kansas at number 100. That's it. But that's it. They don't have anybody in the bottom 100. But they also don't have anybody, anybody outside of the top 25 other than Oklahoma. Yeah, you're right. And and it's pretty far down before you get to the next team. Whew. I mean, it's not just, well, they're 26 or they're 27. You got Oklahoma, you got Texas. And Texas might not be there by the end of the year. They are, they are setting up for a Washington-Washington State matchup to be a top 25 matchup. Yeah. They're setting up for Auburn-Georgia this weekend. But I, I think Washington belongs in the top 25. I think they're good enough football team. Yeah, I think I think they're pretty good. They're a three-loss team. They're number 19 in the composite. Yeah, it makes sense. There's a lot of teams above them that I would – A, they would be favored over if they played. If Vegas made this, it would look way different. And and I think well, that there's who? a lot of teams above them that they would beat. NC State? Yeah. Well, obviously. I, will give, but, I, don't, I don't have the numbers in front of me. You're looking at them. I mean, look. So, Washington. Fresno is, State. I think Washington's better than Fresno State. Okay. Like we're giving them the UCF treatment. I think they're. I think I'd like to see them play Iowa State. I think that'd be an awesome game. I think they're better than Iowa. I think they're better than Penn State. I think they're better than Texas. I think they're better than a lot of those teams. That could. That can make. I mean, sense. this is my opinion, obviously. No, that's a, that totally makes sense. I think Washington is still a really good team. They got three losses. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna lose some games sometimes. We just don't live and, in a world where everybody's gonna have undefeated seasons. We're we're into November. It's gonna get a lot more tense. I can guarantee you that. As always, go over to tunicatravel.com, check out all their information on their sports books. They got good stuff down in Tunica, Mississippi. Go over to winningcureseverything.com, check that bad boy out. Previews, picks, football picks contest, getting that bad boy, it's free. Enter that thing. Uh yeah. Maybe through the whole podcast. Yeah, appreciate that. That's pretty impressive because Big we have been talking you. for two, two hours? about two and a half hours now. Uh, Thanks, guys. That's a lot. We appreciate you guys' support. Hit that subscribe button for us. As always, leave comments. Tell us what your thoughts are. We uh, we appreciate hearing when we're wrong, and we will be wrong. 
I guarantee you that. You put yourself out there as much as we do. You got to. Yep. We. I, I swear we will be wrong again. We're going to do it again. But I also tell you this. If we're right and we know it, we're going to let you know it. Ain't that the truth? That's right. All right. Winning TunicaTravel.com. We'll see you guys next week. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow myself, at GaryWCE. You follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also email the show, that's winningcureseverything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551 226 9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team, or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time, have a good one, guys. Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes, and make sure you leave a review. For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and LeBonner's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast.